Your AC works overtime all summer, so be sure to replace your old air filters with new Filtry air filters. They recommend updating HVAC filters at least every three months all year round. So order your Filtry air filters today at Filtry.com. Let's clear the air. This is a podcast. The number one cheap bracket jersey firm. Lonely Hunts Cafe. Spicy conversations. It's Vince Wright, the sports governor from Minnesota. Man, Jelly Jones. Microwave. Reggie Long, aka Dollars and Cents. The Sports Bar, also known as Stacy Sports Radio. Click the Marvel Show. The BS3 Sports Show. This is DJ Queen from the X Squad. I said, 
told my young, you the man, I said. You don't want to end up like my man, Hawk, man. Praying five times a day, prostration on his head. Screaming, it's your Lord, and he'll make it to the feds. Caught up in the system, visit from his sister. Talking about all this, how they ain't even with him. Said that they would ride or die, but it ain't even in them. Always posting on the gram, but they ain't sending pictures. Never answer when you call, but answer for them. Got you thinking twice, damn, I should have been a witness. That's none of my business. Just telling my story. All guts, no glory. Been going on before me. With slaves in the 40s, still slaves in the present. No toys for Christmas, and get us no presents. Only made us evil, made us hungry, made us desperate. Youngin' in the ninth grade, he got a Smith and Wesson. Grew up with the goons, now he need protection. He dropped out of school, then he got arrested. Lord, with a blessing, I just hope he learned his lesson. They told us if we go to jail, we would be respected. They told us if we make a sale, we would run a check-in. Throwing rock out in that field, he got intercepted. He stumbled, he fumbled, young just rumbled. They told you to hustle. Don't love you. Young black American, nah, nah. Wanna live like the fair skin, nah, nah. Fall to the paradigm, nah, nah. Occupied on that Maryland, nah, nah. The prophecies of the wild, no church. My uncle says stop, no skirts. It's kinda crazy, there's another world on the other side of town. Pastor rolling up in that rose, pulling up in that Holy Ghost, preaching when dying by the Bible called the destruction, the hate, the instruction, my faith, my prayers, my faith will never be the same. Young black America, young black America, young black America. Yo, what's good? What's good, y'all? It's Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier here in the house tonight, y'all. Welcome to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We are live right here on Spreaker.com. And make sure y'all get on Spreaker.com, www.spreaker.com, and just search for our show, the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. You'll see our page with our red logo. And when you get there, click the yellow follow button. So that when we do these shows live, you'll get email notifications from when we do these live shows. Also, you want to follow us throughout the show. We're on Instagram at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We're on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. We also got the WordPress blog site. Just go to WordPress.com and search Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. And you'll see our blog sites. You'll see our blogs, rather, Um on there i did a blog actually yes sir. last yes, week sir. finally for the first time yes, since sir. basically the christmas holiday yeah it's, man. it's crazy and then uh i had you, to double back man yeah 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 you uh you got in there and uh put up a pretty good blog post man you, uh man. We, we can probably get into that a little bit later in the show and um and also you can follow us on the facebook page as well and i uh, just want to shout out the chat room here for a minute here we got the homie ben Repping the BS3 Sports up, and the X Squad was good, was good. He's got a show on Spreaker.com also. Make sure you check that out. 
And then we got the big homie Jeff Fox from the Jeff Fox Show um, down in Miami. What's good, man? What up? Appreciate you uh, getting in the chat room, man. And um, Ben had a question. He says, what song is man, this? Man, look, man. I stumbled on that thing literally like a hour, couple hours before we went on air, man. That's Meek Mill, y'all. Look. <laughs> I know, I know what y'all, you know, the perception of whatever Meek Mill is or who he is musically, but he and obviously, he is obviously trying to take another route, another another angle to this music, man. Um, amidst all the losses and controversy that he had going on in his life, man, he decided to do a record about the young black youth in America. So I, I that deserves a listen in my book. That's Meek Mill featuring the Dream. Young Black America. First time I've heard that track. Um, smooth beat. Uh, Obviously the old Jay Z beat. Right, right, right. Um, laid back, relaxed, chill type of song. Got a message. Yep, no question about it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you uh, was able to dig that one up. And I, and I guess since we're on the subject of Meek Mill, and I, I didn't want to start there, but I essentially brought up Meek Mill. So last Damn. week. Last week, I, I, I saw some uh, social media video, and who was it, Safari that got jumped? Well, Safari didn't get jumped at all. Safari got the fuck up out of there. Right. Yeah, uh, I saw uh, that. Yeah, yeah. Safari I, got the fuck I, out I, of I there. I saw that. But uh, apparently on t- TMZ had a video of uh, Safari was sitting. They was in Los Angeles, obviously. The BT Awards was going on. Yep. So um, they was out there, um, you know, chopping it up. Safari was. Some folks... Pulled up on um, on Safari and his crew. Yep, knew what it was. Safari started running. I mean, literally seconds after, Meek Mill pulled up in a black truck. Um, but like I said, it seemed like to me that the fighting and all that was already happening before Meek Mill pulled up. Mm-hmm. Safari was long down the street somewhere before it all happened. <laughs> I, so um, you know, you know, obviously the reports have been you know Meek Mill was plotting on him, and Safari even came out on Instagram calling him all types of bitch ass niggas for uh, you know not shooting a fair one. Right, right. You know, right. so I mean, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't think Meek Mill with his parole situation had much to do with that but i don't know yeah and and i don't think with that situation he wants to even be involved in something like that and and it kind of reminded me of when uh they tried to jump charlemagne yeah like that whole video and that whole scene and everything it just kind of took me back to that moment yeah uh, and then uh your boy fredro star kind of brought it up at the interview uh, a few years back um and and you, you brought up the bet award so i guess i'll just start there and I, I take five things away from the awards, and now obviously I didn't watch the whole thing. I just saw bits and pieces of it, only because I'm doing so much work around the house because we got a big, big family uh, gathering coming up. We got some folks visiting Before for the weekend. Before you get into that, uh-huh. cause I, I don't want to forget, I do want to make sure that it's known that my baby just turned five on Sunday. Happy birthday, my baby Kamaya. Sorry. Zari turned five today. Zari turned five. Zari wow! Turned so Kamaya Kamaya's about to turn seven. seven. Wow! Um, wow! So happy birthday, Zari! Why, Daddy? Love you. Happy birthday to and my we nieces. Turned up, and we turned up. No doubt, no doubt. At Chuck E. Cheese, we turned up. Oh wow! Wow, seven? Yeah, you, you're right. You're right. To 2010. Yeah, that's right. Yep. She is. Um, yeah. So she was born on the day or three years up to the day that Michael Jackson died. So Michael Jackson died 
On the 25th. 25th. Mm-hmm. And uh, on t- 2009, she was born 2012. Yep. Another interesting fact that uh, Zari is actually was born a day after my grandfather's birthday on my mother's side. Okay. And then Maya, um, her birthday is August 8th. She is two days before her grandmother on, on her mother's side. Hmm. So interesting, fun fact. Wow, wow, yeah! Happy, happy birthday to my nieces, uh, to my niece, one of them anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the BET Awards Sunday night. I, I, I take five things away from this. Um, number one, let me let me just start with Chance the Rapper, and and shout out to him because for him to be the youngest cat in the history of that award show to be the youngest to get yeah. the humanitarian award that's really big man he did a lot of shit yeah he, he's he's doing a lot of stuff in chicago yeah. man especially with that education system being what it is man and I, I remember just a couple months ago people were questioning whether that money should be going to the system directly or should you know it be going to some place to where you know the money's getting there and it, it was something to think about, and at the same time, it's like, why really put some negativity behind that? The guy's giving, you know, his hard-earned money to this school system that he cares so much about that he grew up in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, shouts out to Chance the Rapper on that front. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, uh, Remy Ma, winning best female hip-hop uh, rap artist. After um, Nicki Minaj had won it for the past seven years. Yes, yes. Now, it's funny because... I kind of thought that BET was trying to put some, make some theater there mm-hmm. for a minute, and then, you know she, you saw her get up there, do a speech, and then she kind of did some did some, some stuff. There. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and you know took some shots at Nikki and all that. So it was like, okay, all right, Remy, I, I see you. Well, she did that because Nicki Minaj has been taking is still taking shots. Uh, right. Nicki Minaj took shots at Remy on Two Chains album, mm-hmm. and I think she did something over like Instagram. So you know, it's they still having this little caddy back and forth, um, even though uh, it's very clear who won the battle. You know. Right. Right. Yeah. No. No question about that. It's very very clear who won that. Um, number three, and this is kind of sports related. So, I saw pictures, and I, I didn't see this live, but I saw pictures of Derek Fisher sitting next to Lala, and a lot of, you know, stuff going around that Derek Fisher's trying to, you Come know, get man. at Lala. Come on, man. <laughs> but, Come on, man. But, but would you be surprised? Uh, if that were on. the case? I, I, look, look, Derek Fisher's not getting a fair shake at all this. He's not getting a fair Of course shake not. Out. He put He's himself not. into this. Yeah, but come on now. <laughs> <laughs> All he, right. he, he he put himself I, to nah, this, man. Yeah, I don't think he's getting a fair shake. I mean, I, I don't you know, I don't necessarily know that he's you know, I don't know the situation. To my understanding, go Gloria and Open and Matt Gloria was broken up. And even if they wasn't broken broke up, mm-hmm. she chose him, man. Yeah, no. I, I, I mean, he t- he he kind of taking a he t- he kind of taking a lot of fire for the shit. I, I mean, my criticism of the situation is just that you getting too much no, uh, news about your personal life and your basketball team is some garbage. That was more of my criticism. Sure, but um, I mean, look, she chose. Look, you can't be mad at a at a dude who shot a shot and then and, and made it because yeah. your girl your girl chose. No, nah, good point. Good point. 
but I, I, I just think yeah. that's, I just think that's funny. And if, and if, and if, and if there's any validity to the Lala situation, um, if he shoot a shot and and she go for it, then look, Melo can't be mad at him. <laughs> yeah, she shows. That's like I, but I saw a story that uh, you know, and I, I a story that uh, you know, Chris Rock was on Wendy Williams and was you know talking about how fine Lala was, and apparently Chris Rock didn't like that shit. I mean, Carmelo didn't like that shit. Oh, okay. So you know, okay. so he might be a little you know, and, and, but let's be clear, the whole breakup thing is kind of new to him anyway, so he would job be on edge. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I I just think that was funny, um, but it wouldn't surprise me mm. if he tried to make a pass. Derek Fisher has been uh, in the news lately for this stuff. Um, so number four, new edition. And I love and shout out to them and shout out to the cast of that movie. Um, the younger version of them mm-hmm. and then like the older yeah. teenage version of them. Um, what an honor it is. I would think for those guys to perform those songs even though they've been on tour doing, they've been on tour doing that for a while yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um but I, I think in this setting you know where new edition is being yeah, honored right. with the lifetime achievement award mm-hmm. and, and it's funny I, I i said to debbie that night i'm like it seemed like they won this award already for some reason like in the, like in a 17 year history of this yeah. award show mm-hmm. for some reason i feel like they've won a lifetime achievement award already and I don't know if it's because they performed a lot yeah. in some of these shows. Yeah. And, I, and I think the last time they did was that 25-year anniversary BET thing, which was like, I don't know, 10 yeah. years ago. I don't remember that. Something like that. I, yeah, I, I, I kind of remember that because in the movie, they actually depicted them performing at the BET Awards oh, toward okay. the end of the movie. Okay. So I, I that's how I remember them being, you know, performing, but... I thought they won the Lifetime Achievement Award that year, but I think it was just the fact that they were celebrating BET's 25 years of, you know, being a network and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, so you know, shots out to New Edition. You know, they doing their thing. They actually announced they're going back on tour, um, I guess, for like the next few months or something like that. So, you know, if they in a city near you, you know, make, make sure if you're a New Edition fan, make sure y'all check them out. And I ain't gonna front my stroke. I, f- I forgot the fifth thing that uh, that I, I kind of took away. Thing. No, no, that was four uh, things. I, I I I totally forgot what the fifth thing well, was. Feel free to interrupt me as I give if I as I you know if you if it comes to you while I give my little quick yeah, go takes. Um, number one for me, Bruno Mars is. Um, <laughs> I mean. That motherfucker is the nigga, and you know he. I mean. When I'm angry, I listen to Bruno Mars. Cause how can you be ang- how can you be angry and listen to Bruno Mars? Like and Bruno not Pharrell's Mars, happy song. Yeah, no, it's Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars is fucking amazing. That's one. Right. Uh, number two. Uh, as happy as I was to see Escape. Um, yes, that was that was my fifth. Okay, thing. as happy as yep. I was to see Escape and Tiny. And on a little liner note, Tiny looked fucking amazing. Yesterday or Sunday, mm-hmm. she looked. I mean, I, I I ain't never really had a thing for Tiny, but I, I don't know what happened right. between makeup and to getting on stage that hasn't been happening. Right for the entire Tiny looked fucking like it's almost like 
she knew this was the first time we was going to see her on TV past that reality show, and she needed to let T.I. know that she's a bad bitch, as if he don't know already. But, right, right, right. Yeah, Tiny, yeah. But... Um, Escape didn't do it for me, man. Um, I think I think they still got some more work to do vocally, vocal wise. Yeah, man. yeah. They, 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 they didn't do it for me Sunday, man. And I know, I mean, it, it was it was great to be taken back down memory lane with some of the songs, right? But it, it didn't do it for me. I don't. I'm I'm glad they didn't play themselves by doing tonight because tonight is an acapella song. Mm-hmm. Um, because I don't think that would have shaped out great for them vocally. Because okay. I don't think they were really great vocally uh, Sunday. But it was great to see them back. They got some work to do. Though. Yeah, I, I saw some stuff on social media where um, they say Candy, I guess, looked like she needed some Candy work with the vocals. Out of breath, out of breath. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come with age, yeah. man. Yeah, and then not and not enough preparation. Well, they've been practicing. They it's all over IG. They've been practicing. They just didn't do it this time. Probably just. I not mean, enough. they probably got a whole rack of shows coming up. I'm sure. Yep. Um, you know, so I'm sure they'll get it together. But that it just that just wasn't it uh, then. Uh, the Migos. Um, the Migos was on one man. Um, so obviously you know the the hoopla Monday morning was uh, Migos and Joe Button yep. about to get into a fight. Yep. Um, you know they uh, as of right now Joe Button has said his piece and academics have said his piece as as far right as to what happened basically. Um, basically. Uh, Migos don't give good interviews, mm-hmm. so why would they give one now? And then uh, QC, I, I, the Three Hundred Crew, uh, they uh, didn't like. They yep. don't like them as far as their criticism towards Lil Yachty, and they yep. all kind of like a crew. Um, and then obviously the mic throwdown. People seem, you know, we don't even. People said that that seemed to be the tip of the iceberg when he walked off the stage and threw the mic down. Right. Um. You know, so there was that, and then Miko's Miko's attempting to pull up on Chris Brown mm-hmm. later on, um, in in what was said in attempts to check him on the way he has been treating Karuchi, because I believe it's Quavo that's dating Karuchi. Mm-hmm. So um, Migos, yep, and um, yeah, and lastly, I mean Chance the Rapper. I mean Chance the Rapper definitely deserves yep. Uh, as much acknowledgement as we could possibly give him, because I mean, I didn't know there was some. Somebody was telling me that he put like a million dollars, million dollars into yep. uh, you know, to Chicago school system. Um, that that needs to continue to be praised as often as we can praise it. Oh, no question. So definitely shouts out the chance to rap him. Yeah, yeah, no, no question about that. Uh, going back to the Migos thing, though, how many of them is there? It's three, three of them, right? Yep. Wasn't there four at one point? The fourth guy was just a guy, but the, he was just a guy. Yeah, like I, okay. I think his name. I think his name was. Was he like the crazy one out the group? He's not in the group. Okay. The fourth guy that had that was with Hansy that was moved. Yeah, that, yeah, he's not a part of oh, okay. the official rap group. I, okay. I think his name was like P or QC. Joe Button was on his show Everyday Struggle today, and he was talking about he actually saw that guy. Mm-hmm. Earlier that day Before okay. the show And he s- said to him You know He he said to Joe Button Hey man You need to Y'all need to chill On y'all show About all the You know All the disrespect To, um, to Yachty right, right So uh, Joe Button says That he said to him That morning Okay Alright We won't talk about him No more No problem Right Right. So then um, While they were doing An interview with Migos Later on that night Apparently that same guy Was shouting 
Like yeah He said he ain't about to talk about Lil Yachty no more Like trying to make it yep. Like trying to check him on air Okay So that They were saying okay. that that was kind of what Irritated uh, Joe Button And that's why he was trying to wrap the interview up Right Because he could see that it was starting to get I wonder if that If that fourth cat Was there for the interview Would he have snuffed Joe Button I'm, I'm just wondering I don't think nobody would have snuffed nobody Like like Joe Button was saying it, It's Security at every post with like he was like what, literally they got rifles like mm-hmm. wasn't nobody really yeah, good. yeah wasn't if, nobody gonna if, really fight if somebody gonna pop told, off then and and truth be told if he really wanted to pop off they could have popped off that morning in the mall yep when no cameras and no security was around so I don't right. think he thought it was gonna be that I don't um I, I think Migos was trying or they was just trying to turn up right or. Or at bare minimum, they saw a problem and, you know, was trying to address the problem. But they was making it seem like they was trying to fight. And that wasn't really going to happen. We knew yep. that if it really got down, they would have been broken up. <laughs> so my mistake, um, Escape was not my number five observation. I, I just said that because uh, Candy looks fine. Um, my fifth observation actually was Havoc and Little Kim coming out the stage. Um, presenting an award but more importantly i think every mob deep fan you know post prodigy's death and rest in peace to the legend was wondering when havoc was going to come out you know when we're going to see havoc and every mob deep fan got that opportunity to see havoc and you know two-thirds of quiet storm remix and all that i feel like they could have did a quick little tribute, dog. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no really question about like that. I really feel they could have did Survivor the Fittest, Shook Ones. Somebody could have, somebody could have came out. It's enough people in that crowd that you know, artist wise. Yeah, and you know what? It it, it kind of reminded me of when Michael passed, and it was and my Maestro. I, I remember this clearly because I was at my cousin's house in New Jersey this day. And Milk and cookies. What up? Yeah, was yeah, I, I, and I also forgot to shout out Rough Buff. He's checking in from the golf course. What up? What up? Um, so I remember being in Jersey at my cousin's house eight years ago, two thousand nine, and Michael had just passed, and the BET Awards was just like literally right around the corner, maybe a day or two yeah. before uh, after, after his death. Mm-hmm. So you know. Programming wise, they had to kind of change the model of the show and change and they made pretty much it everything. And they made it happen. I mean, right. not if there's a if there's a a great job that BET has done in their history, it was that because they dedicated that entire program towards Michael Jackson, and rightfully so. Um, I thought about that because um, everybody was wondering who's the closest person to Michael that was going to come out. During the show, and Janet Jackson came yeah. out toward the end yeah. with, I guess, his two kids mm-hmm. or something like that. So that kind of reminded me of that situation where Havoc and Little Kim came out, and it was, you know, it was good to see Havoc, you know, up in good spirits and all that stuff. But to echo what you're saying about dedicating something towards Prodigy, I kind of agree with you, man. I, I don't see why they couldn't have done like. Three songs, four songs, yeah, at or best. just one. In comparison to Michael Jackson, right? Um, you don't to do a um, a tribute to Prodigy. You don't need fifty dancers. You don't need five. You don't. Orcs, you don't need you that. Don't need. You just need 
that song right you just need them to perform that song kendrick went out came out and said uh that you know said his piece and that one of his projects was um inspired by prodigy um was you know inspired by prodigy right so if anybody you would if anybody you would trust to do a tribute you know of somebody that was so embedded in hip-hop being prodigy kendrick lamar couldn't do that yeah, like I mean, yeah, you know, you can ask him to do that. You can ask Chance to rap. I mean, I don't know Chance the rappers, um, but I mean, I like to believe, you know, just they could have got some cats. They could have got somebody to do if, if Quiet was, Storm. If it was shook if ones. If it was fucking Jada Kiss. You know, Jada Kiss. No, you know what I'm saying. Right. They could have got somebody. If to it was Nori. Yeah. If it was, I mean, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to think of who I who I believe was there. I know Kendrick was there for a fact. I right. believe Jada was there. Right. Like you, you could have. Got just grabbed up somebody and said, "Hey, can you do this real quick?" And yep. um, they didn't. Um, and and what sucks even worse is that they're not going to do it next year. They're not going to, you know, say, "Oh, we missed this and yeah. do a prodigy tribute next year." Um, so it's like they. This is black entertainment television, and somebody so um so so prevalent in hip hop and should have at least and, gotten and, and not just hip hop and black music. You got it, shook ones. We talked about last week. Shook Ones is a timeless yes. song. Yes. Yeah. One and of the best battle rap beats you could ever play. They should have got seven minutes of time off that show. I don't see why with all the foolishness that was going on throughout the show. And and, and by the way, I, I, I thought Leslie Jones, and I didn't, again, I didn't watch the whole show, but I, I thought she sucked at hosting the award show. That's you know. That's just my opinion. Well, I I, I, I didn't I didn't, I didn't watch like the entire funny. show. I saw the opening monologue. I thought some parts was funny, but after that, it was yeah. I, like I, I said, I really didn't watch the show, and I really right. did. Only things I really needed to see was the performances and and anything yep. that happened wild outside of that. And I wasn't expecting nothing wild yep. outside of that to happen. So um, you know, yeah. But they definitely dropped the ball on that. And um, and, and Master P even said something yeah, to that in a video. I, I don't know if you saw video. that. I, I saw it, but I didn't watch the video. Yeah, yeah. Um, I saw the video and master p basically said look like they couldn't even let me in the bet awards they couldn't even let prodigy in the bet awards but so now the nigga dead now you want to you know do some stuff and i kind of disagree with him because i don't i didn't feel like like we just talked about they didn't do enough they to really they didn't do shit right yeah they didn't do enough i mean little kim and have way it beyond very enough well did that on them by themselves they could have did quiet storm by themselves they, I mean, i'm not even talking about that what they went out on stage and said which yep. you know i mean come on man y'all y'all called out 30 literally 30 seconds <laughs> that's not that's, yeah. that's beyond not enough yeah it's beyond not enough um sluggo what's good uh see kesey in the building what, what up, up what up what up kesey Alright folks, 240-532-2718 is the number to dial the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Uh, we're going to come right back and you know this is a sports show so we're going to get into a little bit of sports talk, NBA, NFL, a little bit of baseball here and there. We'll come right back folks. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Vince Wright. The ladies call me the big smooth one, but you know me as the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Whether it's on SME, Spreaker.com, or XSquadAffiliates.com, I want to thank you for supporting the show. We got a lot of good stuff coming up, more great interviews. Keep it tuned. Sports Done Right. Ladies and gentlemen, hear me and hear me good. 
if you like sports, if you like sports, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like c- c- comedy, c- c- comedy, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. If you like a different opinion coming from a different angle, then you like the Wait a Minute Show. So join me Saturday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Jelani J.B. Bodie. And of course, my man Lopan on the Wait a Minute Show.com. Ain't that right, Lopan? From nasty, I'm at ya. Here's another appetizer. Khaled, we did it again. Let Travis take us higher. Uh. 150, stack it all in my Gucci jacket. 50 more in the courtyard. It's secure. It's secure. All right, y'all. We back in the house. Maestro Styles and Trey yep, Frazier. Yep. The number to dial the show is 240-532-2718. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast with Trey and Maestro here. Um, so during the break, uh, you pulled up that Master P video. 
uh, I guess it's what about a minute long um, of him expressing his disgust for um, BET not giving Prodigy the proper respect during the awards last night um, or the other night I should say um, you you got it right there yeah 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 give me a second give me a second okay yeah I, I, I thought he made a great point though BET award right now I ain't even going there bro this shit ain't cool all of a sudden they they uh, celebrate Prodigy Prodigy last week couldn't even get in here Now, I, I disagree with that last part. Uh, they definitely dedicated more time to the awards for Prince and Whitney Houston than they did for Prodigy. So I, I disagree with him on that front. But everything else he said was kind of spot on. Um, that man should have got about he should have got seven minutes. I would, I'd have been cool with seven minutes of uh, they're not giving, tribute to Prodigy. Well, I, I think what I, I think more what his criticism was is that. Um and really they don't they don't show nobody no love until they die. <laughs> I mean like uh, or they, or unless they're extremely old. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like and, and and rappers, please. They don't I mean and that ain't I mean for real for real, that ain't even necessarily a BT thing. I I don't really when now that I'm listening to it, I don't truly understand um if he's protesting the fact that they don't. They didn't fuck with him until he died. Right, hundred percent with that. Mm-hmm. But because uh, I, you know, I mean, you obviously he knows something I don't know. Right. Um, but I know for a fact that uh, they don't really support uh, rappers. I mean, but let, I mean, let's be clear. BT hasn't really been a music station for, for a while a long now. Time. So for you know, while, yeah. you know, so. Um, yeah, and 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 I think it's unfortunate because when we see artists, and I and I know it's a different genre of music, but when you see R and B artists kind of get the love, like we, you know, I just talked about New Edition getting the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, Prince, I think, got one at some point, and you see all these artists, and and go back to the last few years of this program. Well, let's be very clear, where man. they've get they've uh, they've honored R and B artists. I, I can't recall one show where they've actually honored in um in in uh, a rap a rap group or a yeah, rap man. artist Look, I, they, I, I can't think of one they don't um they don't support rappers and and, and, and part of it and uh no cupcake zone numbers two four zero five three two two seven one eight if you want to call in uh air your grievances um you know 
that's how we that's what we do man and when it's when it's time to talk about the shit we got to talk about we're gonna talk about it so any grievances you got with what's going on man certainly called in and uh yeah definitely anything we we about to get into some nba we about to get into some real sports talk right here people don't uh, and i don't know if it's because hip-hop is the youngest genre uh-huh but i mean or maybe maybe we just starting to get you know, shine. You know, we just starting to get our legends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, that's true. That's true. Carla, what up? Hello? What's good? What up? Hey, what up, man? What's going on? You on the Bob Shot Sports Talk podcast? Who we talking with? Man, you talking to Johnson. Uh, I'm the host of actually No Cupcake Zone podcast. I'm a fellow podcaster on on um, Spreaker, too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to the mind. show, man. Yeah, man. I absolutely agree with, uh, with Master Pete. With Master P, what Master P said, man. Um, the thing I know, but you got to uh, got to understand, man. Who run BET, man? I mean, it ain't black entertainment television anymore, man. It's for profit television. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what it is. Yep. And and like the people that that do the shows are so out of touch with like real hip hop culture and real R and B culture. They just tokenize stuff. It's just sometimes the tributes that be they be doing the, uh, for people just look. It just look horrible, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you ain't like some people been out of the scene for, you know, twenty plus years, and all of a sudden, you know, they, you know, they their musical influence is like, you know, they they go over the top, you know what I'm saying? It just looks, it just it don't look genuine, you know what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you something, and we gonna get deep, Trey. I want you to keep me on the on facilitate yeah. me as far as time because no I doubt. had this conversation with somebody last yesterday, and um, you talked about you know. You talked about how people, you know, the people who run these companies don't, uh, you know, they're not in touch with hip hop. Um, who who do you blame about? Who do you blame for this? Um, Bob Johnson sold this company for a lot of money, and it seemed like mm-hmm. that was the turn of when uh, when rap when BT was no longer uh, black entertainment television, at least on a music sense. Um, what, what's your what's yeah. your uh, opinion on that? Well, I blame Viacom. You know, Viacom owns them, yep. and you know they. You know, it. it BT used to be cultural television. Yes, and it ain't cultural television anymore. It's like whatever's hot. You know what I'm saying? If if to make money, they'll give Young Yadi a, a tribute. It's all about the money. It ain't. It's all about what's hot. What's you know what's popping on on Twitter. It ain't true culture anymore, right? And so, I, I blame it on on. I don't want to say I want to blame it on the white man, but you know, you, you got to look who's running that company now. It ain't Bob Johnson. It ain't, it ain't nobody got any social like uh, skin in the game anymore. It's all about money. So I guess what we're saying here to just just kind of come to the conclusion of this is that BET now or whoever's running BET anyway, there seems to be a disrespect towards. The true legends in the game, whether it be hip hop, rap, R and B, because look, when I think of BET, I think about Planet Groove, Rap City. I think about, I mean, even 106 and Park. I mean, mm-hmm. 106 and Park was popping, you know, back we you know when it first started, just 17 years ago. So no more. I mean, BET is just now reality shows, sitcoms, and Martin reruns. Now. But the issue, and but uh, but what I was getting at, and uh, the issue is, is that we, the reason why we can't preserve our culture is because 
we so worried about getting that money. We, I mean, he he sold what he sold, and you know whether whether we love it or hate it, what he sold was our culture. Yep, that's what Bob Johnson sold. Yep, and uh, you know who you know who am I to judge a man for trying to take care of his family name? But at the same time, you got to understand the consequences of um, you know more making your family situation a little more stable or your generations down the line right because he sold it for a lot yep. of money so his family is good down the line but now we face we don't have rap city no more we don't have now right. so now rich homie kwan don't know the words to get money because he ain't had bt to watch when he was coming up true no i mean even if you like i mean they have hoard. I mean, excuse my French. No, nah, oh, we we can't. Hey, look, here. look, it's the barbershop sports hey, talk podcast, man. Talk your talk. Hey, they they've hoard out the culture so much, man. It's just like it's 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 like no going back. You know, it, it's like if you if you actually watch BT, the music videos that come on, that have nothing to do with real real black culture anymore. Like, I, I I was surprised. Like it was you got. You know, G Easy, and and I'm not trying to be racist or anything like that. You got G Easy, you got Chinese people. Be racist. It's fuck not, it. huh? That's that. Be racist. Fuck it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, saying, man. I, I hey. On BT the other day, it was hardly <laughs> any black artists like doing anything on there. Even when they did play the music, it was just like watered down. Like not watered down. It was just it's for everybody. It ain't for us no more. Yeah, it, it, it's, the, it's the, the results is, you know, we live in a world of capitalism. And at the end of the day, these networks are all about the high mighty dollar, man. But uh, but hey, man, uh, we appreciate you uh, calling the show. The show, man. show before we let you go. Yeah, man. No cupcake zone, man. I'm on Spreaker Network, man. I do a similar show, man. I, I mean, I go in, you know, I talk about politics. I talk about sports. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. Hey, tell Dave to holler at me, man. I, I might get on the network, too, man. All day, all day, man. No doubt, no doubt. All right, man. Appreciate you. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. I, I just, I just think that at the end of the day, man, um, white people are running these networks now, man. And let me, and, and while we sitting here talking about all the negative shit and there ain't no black representation, let me, let me point this video out right now. So you got something that? So when you saying ain't no black representation. You can go to this and push this. So when we start pushing that we want to see these this black representation, right? You can they know what to go to. Meek Mill put out a video. We just played the song at the beginning of the, at the beginning of the show called "Young Black America." Watch that video. That's black representation. Kendrick Lamar just put out the Element video today. Mm-hmm. That's black representation. We gotta. I mean, I know we. I know I'm talking about two of the bigger stars in the in the game, but yep. these dudes is putting out videos and putting out, um, you know, images that represent our struggle. Right. And you know, so we need to put that out. And if you want to go somewhere that ain't getting so much shine, check out this cat named Jay John. He got a song, a song called Statistics that talks about uh, the plight between the baby father and the baby mother. You know what I'm saying? Jay John Statistics. So let's. The problem is, is that the the curators of our culture which are white people at this point think that we don't want to see those types of stories because we don't know about them and we don't get behind them we want to see a a more balanced representation of our culture but mm-hmm. if we don't let them know what we want to see then they're not going to put the shit on yeah so all we could do was 
irritate the shit out of them until they start doing better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they these networks have got to really um, do better, man. I mean, and n- not that there's no comparison with BET, but MTV has kind of done the same thing in terms yeah. of their programming. Per They're se. not interested in music videos no more. It, that, yeah, they they lost interest in you know. But look where MTV at? Yeah, right, right. And truth be told, look where BET at? Yeah, yeah pretty much. I mean, we it, need music it, representation. It's, it's one network trying to follow the model of another at, at this point. Um, hey, I, I just wanted to shout out. Um, we got a we got a new member in the chat room. Uh, Soul meets the streets radio. What up? What up? What's good? What's good? And then I also saw Chief Rocker up in here. What up? Yeah. And I saw Miss Mocha Bella up in here. Yeah. So just want to you know shout them out. And uh, we got a phone call coming in. Yo. What's good? Hey, what's good, man? How you doing? What up, KC? What's what up, good? Jim Squad. All right, all right. Y'all know y'all talk music. Y'all know I'm in on it. I got to jump in when I hear the music. Talk yes, sir. No doubt. So what, 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 yeah, what, man. So what that talk, man. Yeah, so, so I mean, like you said, the issue is it's they're putting the bullshit to the forefront pretty much. Yep. You know I mean, there's choices just like, um, just like, um, 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 there's, Negative side of music, there's also the positive side of music. I mean, there's always choices that, you know, out there that you can actually choose. But the, the thing is, in the forefront, what they decide to commercialize or put out of there, you know what I'm saying, is the, is the negative images and what they deem something that we would like. You know what I mean? They're like, okay, this got a hot beat and you're talking bullshit and they'll like it and they eat this up all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, but but on the other flip side, there's other music that's out there. I mean, it's just like why we like the golden age of rap. Why 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 was the we had the variety? You know what I'm saying? You had a thug rapper, you had a dude that sung "I Need Love" or rapped "I Need Love," and then yep. on the other end, you had you know street. You had you know what I'm saying? You had you had balance inside of it. You had you know it was balance. It was all kind of balance. Yeah. It has no balance. But there actually is balance. Yeah, I agree there's, with there's you 100%. There's a perception. There's a perception that there ain't no balance. Because they ain't giving it to us. They spoon feeding shit to us like, mm, yeah, we're going to let you listen to that. And they just hide that other shit. You know what I'm saying? So how you feel about rapper, the concept? And I ain't mean to cut you off, but how do you feel about the cool. concept of, um, you know, because here's the thing. I know, you know, because I do, because I follow music, I know about, uh, you know, Jay Johns. I know about, uh, you know, some of the more underground acts and music. Um, but I right. think the issue is, is that once we as the, you know, and I, and I, and I call out my age group, we know who, we know who the, uh, up and coming cats are, but we don't push them like we push, you know, the cats we listen to in the club when we twist it. And the, the, we are, we are, even though we're not in those offices yet, we are, we as the consumer are directly responsible for, or for telling the, uh, curators what we like and being an asshole about it until we get what we want. And if we don't get what we want, then we need to stop supporting it. And I'm, and I'm calling specifically, uh, 30 and older out because there's a lot of people talking about, you know, for instance, the golden age of New York hip hop. That's not well represented no more. I tell them, well, listen to Dave East. Cause if he don't represent hip hop from the nineties in a, you know, in a way that we can accept 30 and over, I don't know who does, but we don't 
give him the the platform and we don't we don't we don't fight for that like um you these youngers fight for uh per se a little yachty or per se uh uzi vert i i really i really feel like as a whole and it's just us as a people and as a whole i mean as far as how we treat music anyway you know what i'm saying we spit away legends you know what i'm saying you look at a a a, a rolling stone or a U2 concert or whatever, you know what I'm saying? These are these are great acts who, who will sell out an arena still. Mm-hmm. They pack it in our legends in a package group where they call it the Funk Fest, where you got New Edition plus Frankie mm-hmm. Beverly and May plus Erica Badu. Like, these groups on the inside are like, why right. they got to be on a damn tour together, on a show together? <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think we're going out to see the OJs at the at, at, at whatever arena. You know no. what I'm saying? That's a fact. You know what I'm saying? They're not gonna sell that out like that. They're not gonna you, they're not gonna do what you two did. And that's just because we're like not only the old stuff. It's like we're always looking for okay, what's the next time? What's the next time? What's the next time? And and, and things become oldies. You know what I'm saying? Okay, it's the old school right here. We just do the old school. I mean, just think about what's old school now. I mean, Usher from five years ago is not considered yeah. old. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? Yep. Well, like, we need what? to, I, and, and I, I kind of want, we need to, we need to give our folks, our people, our culture, our music, we need to give them the respect they deserve before they die and before June when the, when the BET Awards pop up. And if that means that we got to pay a little extra $40 every now and then to go go see these folks perform you know still working on their craft and that just that that's just what we got to do but the fact of the matter is, is that we don't support enough for the curators to feel like they need to give these old folks a shot yeah Our legends yeah yeah and and here's the other thing too bt at some point because look you still got living legends like i would love to see ll cool j get a lifetime achievement award i'd love to see the locks yep. Get a lifetime achievement award. I mean, Buster look how Buster Ron. I yeah, mean, Max. I mean, just getting to the back to the locks though. I mean, how look how long they've been together. Like you could you could arguably say that might be the only rap group that is stuck together through thick and thin through everything. Right? They deserve right. a lifetime achievement award in, in my eyes. Right? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And uh, never they, thought about that. Fine, Curtis Blow, man. Fine, Curtis Blow. Uh, run DMC need to get the lifetime achievement next year. You know what I'm saying? It, yep. it, it, we just need to. We need to. Um, and, and we gonna wrap up because we do have eventually got to talk some sports today. But we do. We gotta. We gotta give our our legends the props they deserve. Prodigy should have not been disrespected in this manner on Sunday. Now, was it the end of the show? That's what I was asking. I was typing that in the chat. I mm-hmm. saw the new edition. I thought it was the end of the show. No, it must have been like, yeah, it was after the new edition performance. All they did was say, "Rest in peace, you was a legend." Like, nah, that's not enough, man. Shook one should have came on. Hell on earth should have came on. They should have got seven minutes, man. Yeah, something should have came on, man. Yeah, man. And the other thing, other thing was Remy Ma. I didn't even see that. I saw her present something, but I never saw her win that award. Like, was that at the end also? I, I, I don't know. I ain't watched the whole show. I ain't gonna lie Who's to that? you. Remy Casey? Ma. When did she get? When did? When did she win Female Artist of the Year? Um, that was yeah. That was toward the end of the show. That was definitely after okay. New Edition performed, and definitely okay. Okay. after um Havoc and Little Kim came out. 
I got definitely my life. I'm just all that. That's a bet. I'm just about thirty minutes. All right, yeah, keep, man. Anyway, y'all boys, do y'all thing, man. You know what I'm saying? Big up, big up, big up. Yes, sir. You know yes, sir. All right, KC. So, y'all, y'all continue doing your thing, man. My man. All right, man. Be safe. Holla. That was the homie KC from the Kicking It with KC show the right OG. here on Spreaker.com. The, the X Squad. The IT OG. manager yes, of X Squad, basically. So, um, just you know, let's just get away from all the music talk and, uh, you know, get into some sports talk because there was another award show. That took place over the last couple of days. Yeah. And um, the NBA awards, which I, I, I have a I have a conspiracy theory about why they finally, you know, decided, hey, let's do an award show. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Um, as far as the awards are concerned, no issues with the coach of the year and D'Antoni. Yeah. No issues with uh, most improved player, Greek Freak. No issue with uh, MVP for real. No issue with MVP. No issue with uh, what was a six man. Who, uh, who got that? Lou? Gordon, Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon got that? Eric okay, got yeah, that, yeah, ASAP, ASAP. Um, would it, I w- it wouldn't have bothered me if either Rocket uh-huh. got it. Um, and um, somebody, uh, somebody else got an award. I can't think of who, but it's probably not as important. But um, I, I had no issues with who Shout won the Drake, man. I mean, from, I didn't, again, yet another t- television program show I didn't watch. But from what I saw, I mm-hmm. saw his opening monologue. Yep. Um, I, I, I don't think uh, I don't think athletes are used to him being uh, comedic. But he had some little jabs in there. It was a little, mm-hmm. little funny. I saw a skit. And I don't know if this was for the show. Right. There was a skit of uh, him. Acting uh, like Steph for. No, no, no. Of okay. him and Will Ferrell. Okay, yeah. Doing that was a part of the show. That was a part of the okay, show. Okay, so yep. shouts out to that. That was that was that was fun. That yep, was yep. funny, man. I, I I rocked with that. But um, yeah, man. I, I don't really got much because I, I really didn't disagree with much enough. And I think the only the only real thing that was up for debate, I guess, Grego what up. The only thing that was up for debate was um, you know, our arguments about the MVP. MVP. Yeah. And, and really, um, you know, like I said, like we both agreed. Um, we were kind of leaning towards Harden, but nobody could be mad at a nigga that was averaging a triple double. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't mad was at like, it. Yeah, like who who could really argue that? You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Um, yeah. So shouts out to them. Shout out to Drake, man, who has uh, continuously reminded us that he is the uh, the um, entertainment one stop shop. I thought he would do great though. Um, because he did the ESPYS a couple years ago. I think he did a bad job from what I saw. So yeah, no, he he was good. He 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 was good, man. I, and you know, with the experience of doing the ESPYS, I thought he'd come in and you know do a great job. But just a couple more things from that show, and then we'll go to the break. Um, Nicki Minaj performance. That I'm sorry. Oh, she yeah. Oh. Um, I, that. I don't know if I want to see her at a sports show. Yeah, and see, and yeah, and and that's what I'm about to get to. Because mm-hmm. other than. For the sake of just looking at Nicki Minaj, there's absolutely no reason why her performance and the style what in which it was performed. Do you know performed, what the name of the song she did? Um, <clears throat> the, the name escapes me. Okay. It escapes me, but I don't think it was the proper setting for that type of performance. Yeah. I thought when, you know, when the first announced that the awards was coming out, I kind of envisioned this was supposed to be... Like kind of how the NFL does it in a, in a big auditorium, mm-hmm. road seating, or like the BET Awards does it, road seating and all that stuff. Yeah. People were sitting at tables in the audience as if it was an actual banquet. And 
You have so Nicki nobody Minaj. Was turned up. Nobody was turned up. Everybody was, was just this, looking and staring. Does anybody know what song she performed? Can somebody tell me? I just want to know so I can know how to fully criticize this event. Yeah. Because if it wasn't shitting on them. It it, 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 it just looked so awkward, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm just like, yo, like she got, I mean, she got dancers up there and it's her, you know, doing her Nicki Minaj thing. And I'm looking at people in the audience and I'm like. This I mean, they were sitting there. Yeah, they were sitting at a table. They and, were sitting and, at a table. Right, and like I said, other than looking at Nicki Minaj and staring yeah. at her, there's absolutely no reason why she was there that night. Like right. I, I just didn't get that part of it, and and right. it's so ironic how Remy called her out the night before, and then you know she comes out on this award show. Well, well, God bless Nicki Minaj because she got the bag for it. Um, yep. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, as much as I don't agree with her, if somebody asks me to perform at the SB Awards without a song that fits the SB Awards or the, I'm sorry, the NBA uh, Awards, right? Um, I would perform anyway. I'd just be out of place, right? Be right? In right? That bag. Um, yeah. So shouts out to her because it ain't her fault. But uh, yeah, yeah. I don't feel like Nicki Minaj was a suitable. Uh, not not for that. Uh, well, I don't want to say not the that, audience, but the not, setting. I don't think for that audience because if the song wasn't lit, and it, let's be clear about Nicki Minaj's catalog, mm-hmm. she don't got too many popular songs that's like that make you get up out your seat. Not that for much. Sports. Not for sports. Yeah, and, like, and, yeah. do Anaconda, nigga. Like, don't nobody want to hear Anaconda at okay. a basketball show. Okay, so I, I'll take this then. So the audience plus the setting. Okay. You got round tables, like, yeah, like, come right. on, like, <laughs> like, come on, you know, and um, it's like that. You it, they had John Legend perform at the All Star Game halftime show. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. Bruno Mars should do every fucking award show. Have to, every everyone. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much. That that should that, do everyone. That's okay. exactly that's until exactly we what tired, it felt like. Until we tired of them. Until we tired of them, Bruno Mars will do every single one. Yeah, right. It, it, exactly. It, it, exactly. Um, but one more thing. One more thing. Do, do, you, do you happen to know why all of a sudden the NBA decided let's just do an award show for this? Because in the past, we're so accustomed to them announcing the MVP during yeah. the playoffs. Uh-huh. And I'm just wondering, and then, you know, call me crazy. I'm just wondering if the top two candidates for MVP went against each other in the first round. So I'm wondering if the NBA was like, you know, we should we could present it, but you know, we don't wanna, you know, we don't want to upset the other person that don't get it and da 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 da. And I'm like, yeah, that could be the case, nah, but I call BS on that. Because nah. years ago when they gave the MVP to David Robinson in front of uh Hakeem the Dream, I mean it was okay then. Like I don't like I don't get now. Like I'm I'm just trying to figure out why now. So um, I noticed uh, the 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 MVP argument in the chat room. Uh, yeah, I saw Cupcake say that LeBron was the MVP. Look, it's not it's not that LeBron ain't the best player. LeBron is the best player in the world. Yep. Period. Yep. No, nothing to it. He I just got a problem with him taking games off. If, well, if he's gonna be in, if he's gonna be in the race for well, MVP, he can't take games off. See, I think, I think the MV, I think the the conversation of MVP, the reason why the the reason, well, let's be clear. If it was based, if the MVP was the best player in the league, mm-hmm. 
um, then obviously LeBron would would have been winning for the past five, six right. years or so. You right. know what I'm saying? Yep. But he didn't have the best season last year, and I think that's what the what the argument right. was. Except it, it's just a matter of what you think the MVP is for. The mm-hmm. most valuable player, I, I think for for a yearly award, most valuable player right. um has to do with how you perform that year. Yep. Um he says Cleveland is a five hundred team without him. Um well Cleveland is a two hundred team without him. And if that's the case then the Thunder is a one fifty team without Westbrook. Yep. So I mean, you know so um, you know I, I think it was deserving. Uh, I think it was deserving, even though I was kinda leaning towards James Harden, but I think uh, there's no argument on my case as far as Westbrook winning the MVP. Uh, I don't, I don't see. Um, but if it was based on who, just flat out, who's the best player, LeBron would have been winning for right. the past six or seven years. So yep. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's what that's based on. I don't think. Yeah, and and Sluggo said um, TV revenue was the reason. Well, I mean, yeah, that's the that's the easy Maybe. answer. I mean, if you that's, say, but that's the easy yeah. answer. Like, well, like, uh, like I give you, I give you a good example. The SBs. I don't know if it was two years ago, three years ago, but when Bruce Jenner decided to yeah, uh-huh. turn trans and stuff, well, he, the, okay, the, SB, yeah. the SBs went from being on ESPN to now ABC, ABC. Broadcast Facts. Network. Facts. So I'm like, really, y'all? Like, hey, like, yeah, like, and, and, and it's funny because now, now they have to keep airing it on ABC now. Right. Because, if they, because if they took it off and put it back to ESPN, then they're going to look suspect. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That that's kind of how I feel. Like with the NBA now deciding, hey, let's just do an award show. Now they have to keep doing this every year. Now yeah. it's no longer we're going to present the MVP award to whoever's in the playoffs. That that yeah. they've kind of scrapped that. Well, they they they. I mean, obviously there are some people who are who enjoy this argument. It's 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 a it's a good conversation to have. Yep. Um, so now building, I, I mean, if I had a criticism of it, I think they took too long to show it, honestly. Yep. Cause by the time the Warriors won the finals, I'm not, I don't give a fuck who won MVP no more. Yeah. You know, I, I just don't care. You're right. So, right. um, you know, if, if I had any criticism, it'd be that, but, um, I mean, you know, any, any chance to throw something on TV and put Drake on it. You got a good chance of making some, um, you know, some TV revenue. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. And like I said, that's the easy answer yeah, because yeah. that's automatic. But. Yeah, that's. I mean, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know how well it did. I'm, I'm, I don't think it broke records or nothing. No, I don't think it broke records. It was on TNT. You going mean, to make something happen? Yeah, you I mean, no disrespect to TNT, but it was on yeah, that well, network. Well, so. Shout out to and shout out to Kenny Smith for uh, shouting out Nas and. Um, Calling Drake out on ghostwriting, uh, <laughs> yeah, that he got going on in his life. That's crazy. Uh, the phone number is two four zero five three two two seven one eight. Is the number, uh, Monica? I see you up in the chat what room. Up, I, I ain't forget about you. Uh, we're gonna take a break and come right back and uh, get into some uh, sports stories here. But first, uh, I want to tell you guys about our new partnership here, and uh, we are excited to announce that we are now offering a discount. For first-time lift riders, when you sign up, use the promo code BARBERSHOP17 for an exclusive discount. Tell a friend to tell a friend that's promo code BARBERSHOP17 for an exclusive discount for first-time riders of Lyft. Um, what was good? Oh, okay. All right. We'll, we'll be right back, folks. 
SME, you're not ready for the number one chief, Rocket Jersey Vern, doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop, no commercial interruption, anything like that. The chief Rocket does a three-hour show with no breaks. To all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one chief rocker. Boom, shakalaka, suckers. to the moi. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Maestro Styles and Trey Frazier back yep. in the house. It's the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, people. 
The number to dial the show is 240-532-2718. Uh, we're talking NBA, NFL, whatever you want to talk about. Um, I just saw Denise, Miss Milk and Cookies, uh, say that she didn't have any of those services in her town, and I'm assuming she's referring to Lyft. Well, guess what? I'm going to call Lyft, and, well, I, I, first I got to find out where your area is, first of all, but... Once I figure that out, we're we going to contact Lyft and we're going to try to see if we can make something happen, Denise. All right? All right, cool. All right. Uh, Maestro, an NBA draft took place last Thursday. Um, I, I'd love to have a whole bunch of uh, insight on the Wizards, but we ain't do shit. You know, like, well, was, well there, was there an expectation? No, no, it wasn't. It, but it was. Um, we traded out. We traded out fifty second pick for, uh, for uh, Tim Frazier from the. Uh, oh, y'all did get him. Okay, yeah, so we okay. Uh, allegedly we solved that backup point guard issue. I was gonna say. Better, Allegedly. better backup point guard than Brandon Jennings, yeah, for sure. But I, 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 you know, I, ain't, I, I'm not gonna pretend like I follow him, Tim Frazier. I tell you I mean. what, when he filled in for Drew Holiday early in the season, he was really good. I mean, okay. I've, I've, I've started him in a lot of FanDuel lineups. Tim so, Frazier, yeah, okay, yeah. So he, right. he, he did a great job spilling for Drew Holiday. Okay. So okay. I think you're gonna be really pleased with this guy when I hope right. the season starts. I, right. I think you'd be really pleased with him. Um, so no surprise, uh, Fultz goes to the Sixers in the first pick, mm -hmm. uh, Lonzo. Shout out PG County. Oh yes, up yeah. Marlboro, Shout no out doubt. PG County. No doubt, no doubt. Being the number one draft pick in the freaking yep. NBA. Yep. Yes, sir. Yep. And not Mellow Tremble. <laughs> well, Mellow Tremble did at least get picked up in the, um, af you know, afterwards, he afterwards, did. what, after the first two rounds? Yeah. Or? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, he went to the Sixers actually. He did go to the Sixers. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shouts out to Middle Tremble for yeah. that. No, no doubt. Um, obviously, Lonzo Ball. No, no surprise. He went to the Lakers, and of course, they tried to get the daddy on uh, on TV to talk about it. Of course, so <laughs> it's crazy. Shout out to Lonzo. He's yeah. a legend now. Shout out. Yeah. Shout out to. I'm LeVar sorry, Ball. Levar. I meant Levar. I'm sorry, Levar. You a legend. Yeah. Now, shout bro. out to Levar Ball. Yeah, you you, you see him on uh, WWE? Yeah, man. I, well, I saw the clip because I don't watch wrestling, but I saw the clip, man. Um. And uh, you know he showed out. I mean, he he actually went on there and looked like he could be a WWE wrestler, like right. with all the sh you know the talking and all that. Right, right. Um, apparently though, and and you know I thought I heard this when I was watching the video, but I ain't paying no mind because there's no way I heard what I thought I heard. Yep. But um, he definitely um. Oh man, um, WWE had to issue an apology today. Because Lamelo, I don't know if that's Lamelo or Leangelo, right. that the brother that was there on the stage with him. Mm -hmm. But you could hear live this dude saying, "Beat that nigga ass!" Live right. on television, right? And I, I thought I, I, I just it was I just didn't believe I heard yep. what I heard on a wrestling show. Yep. So yeah, so apparently, um, and it's funny because you're not even sure who he was referring to. Well, I'm assuming that he was referring to the look to his kid, dad. No, that he was referring to the wrestler that came out in defense of Levar Ball. Right. Um. Please, please don't ask me to um <laughs> talk about these wrestling characters. I I haven't watched wrestling since Bret Hart. So don't please don't ask me to. I didn't know who the fuck what the fuck was going on. I didn't know who was who. Right. I was expecting because you know wrestlers normally. If they wrestle, they've been re they wrestled for years. So I was hoping to see somebody I knew. Mm -hmm. I didn't know who none of these motherfuckers were. 
Um, but he definitely was the de- the the younger son of the Ball family. Definitely was like beat that nigga ass on live TV for everybody to hear. Yeah, um, I didn't bother to. I, I I didn't even know like Monday Night Raw still existed. I'm I'm just like okay. <laughs> I mean, have fun, Levar Ball. I, I I really just didn't care for it, but um. Yeah, shout out to his son, you know, for screaming that out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to his son for screaming that. No, one no question thing is about for it. Certain he won't be invited to the next one in Los Angeles. Right, right. Um, so, uh, no cupcake zone says there's a thin line between branding and cooning. I hope Lavar doesn't sell us out. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the cooning part. Not I, yet. Yeah, I don't Not see yet. it yet. And, and, yet. and here's what, and here's I, what folks have to understand about what Lavar's. LeVar Ball is doing, whether you agree with how he's doing it or not. Think about think about companies like Adidas, Nike, Under Armour. Think about those big branded companies that generate millions and millions of dollars off these athletes. LeVar Ball is trying to do something real legendary with his family as far as his big baller brand is concerned. He's trying to become Nike. Yes, exactly, exactly. And I, I don't think that's what Cupcake was talking about. No, Cupcake was talking about. I think he oh, was okay. talking about how he go about his interviews. Everything, right. everything is... But it's, but it's all kind of yeah. interlocking is, into one. I mean, I get what he's saying because everything is like screaming and over the top for no reason. Nobody yep. knows what he sounds like in just a regular tone of voice right, because right. he's always screaming. I, yep. I get what he's saying, but... Um, but I'm, also, he's trying to be entertainer well unfortunately let's be clear uh, yeah he's trying he's trying to be an entertainer we love listening to loud black people so he's winning yep. and that's and let's be clear that's why he's winning yep so yep. i mean so i agree with you in a sense there is a thin line between it i just don't think he's there yet yeah he's not there yeah. yet but, but let's, getting to the draft but let's yeah um so um the celtics um at number three they picked um who, who, I, I i totally forgot who the celtics picked <laughs> Cause weren't, weren't they supposed to pick um, Johnson and then they cancel that workout? I don't did, know. did you did you hear about I that? Hear, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear nothing about that. The, the but they they picked up. Um, fuck, who's this dude? Yeah, that's that, that's bad. That's bad on our part. No, I, I, uh, Jason name, Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They picked him. But if you didn't, in case you didn't hear about what happened with uh, Johnson, he scheduled a workout on the West Coast. Danny Ainge and the Celtic staff. Flew cross country mm-hmm. to go see him work out, mm-hmm. and by the time they landed, he called them and said, "I'm canceling the workout." So they basically, you know, flew across three thousand miles of land for nothing, and yeah. basically had to fly back to Boston. So that kind of, you know, upset them in a little, you know, in a little bit. So little Cupcake Zone says he. I just hope he do he don't sell big ball to Branson Heisbeer. That's a fact. Yeah, no, that's true. I, I hope for, for the sake of the culture. I hope he doesn't either. I, I, yeah. yeah, and if he does sell it, sell it to somebody black. That that that's all I ask. Yeah, uh, to yeah, keep, to I, keep the I, culture I, going. Yeah, yeah, but I prefer him yeah, keeping the family. Like, that's the, true. That, he, true. Uh, he already came out and said Leandro ain't gonna make the ain't gonna make the NBA. Right. All right. So train let train let a child in the way that he should go. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt that that see that's that's. Man, yeah, I wish I wish there was more people like that, yeah. man. No question um, about it. The Suns at number four, they got Johnson, Josh, Jack- Josh Jackson Josh from Jackson. Kansas. That's a guy's Kings. Name. De'Aaron Fox, uh, who who under my understanding was uh, touted as the best point guard coming out, right from Kentucky, right. Uh, Magic, Jonathan Isaac from Florida State, the Bulls, and then know. yes, this is what I wanted to get to. Yeah, I, I know the, the trade. Yeah, the trade. So, um, I'm 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 shocked. That it happened for one reason. 
Tom Thibodeau's running that office in Minnesota. They've had he's had a bad relationship with Bull staff mm-hmm. when he got fired, and some way somehow, Tom Thibodeau pulled off the biggest heist in NBA trade history. I mean, I might be over exaggerating that a little bit, but I mean he basically he basically raped the Bulls basically. So you get Jimmy Butler, and I, I think you get another draft pick. And then yeah. they sent Zach Levine and they sent Chris Dunn Chris over to Chicago. Uh, clearly, the Timberwolves won this trade. Sure. Clearly. Sure. Um, but in that sense, um, Jimmy Butler was having issues with Fred Hoiberg. It, that's, was well that was clear. It's well documented that that was the issue. Yep. Um, and Jimmy Butler... Um, Jimmy Butler need need to be on somebody be with somebody he felt like was going to turn the ship around was going to right yep. the ship because Fred Hoiberg if I'm not mistaken Jimmy Butler's criticism was is nobody was taking Fred Hoiberg seriously right and he wasn't you know running the players yeah. tough enough yeah so you know he definitely gonna get that in Minnesota with Thibodeau yeah um they got a good nucleus young nucleus around them right um I mean look. They definitely they definitely number eight number seven for me mm-hmm. in 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 the Western Conference. They definitely are that and 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 low course. key and low key. They built the super team like on the low. It's just yeah, that we haven't they had seen to, they had it develop. Yeah, yeah. So I don't yeah. want to call them that yet, but I, I get what you're going. It's kind of like the same thing the Warriors did. Right. right. Everybody's calling them a super team, but they developed four players right that became you know in the case of minnesota you got carl anthony towns and wiggins and then you basically bring in a veteran guy which could be your big three and oh by the way rubio i mean mean, he's a serviceable point he's serviceable point part yeah Yeah. so um just got to upgrade that bench and they'll be they'll be right along the way i I don't see why they they're not in automatic bids for like number eight right right mocha bell is jealous she said the timberwolves ain't going nowhere um who did he get he got uh, fourteen Bam from Kentucky. I don't. I never knew the nigga last name. Right, but, right. Um, but you know, we got to talk about your Knicks, man. Um, yeah, yeah, man, yeah. Uh, I don't know this kid from France that well. I don't know this kid from France at all. Um, <laughs> but with Malik Monk still on the board, um, it kind of feels like you guys are. Um, Right back in the shit shack. You know what it is? It's that stupid triangle. And 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 it's funny. Yeah, I, I know that's the first thing I heard them notice. Them and, and, and and it's funny. Um, my daughter has this toy that plays this song called Triangle Triangle. Lift up to Lord something. Three quarters, three sides, one, two, three. It plays that little jingle. Mm-hmm. So like every like every time she hits that button and plays that triangle song, I just get like kick that shit frustrated and just start kicking stuff. Yeah, you I'd know, kick, I'd have kicked that toy over is what I would have did. You know, so <laughs> tell Addy I bring her another toy, but I'd have kicked that. I'd have kicked that. I, motherfucker I, over. I I just go nuts every time she presses that button and plays that triangle song. But in in any event, though. Yes, Malik Monk was sitting right there, and at the time I put on Facebook, I said, "Yo, the Knicks have to take Malik Monk, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's like that's our guy, right?" And they kicked this kid from France, Frank Nick, Nick Nicotina, Nicotina. I don't know. I, I see that, and that's the that's the other reason why I hate this pick. I can't I'm even know the Knicks. I can't. I can't even pronounce the dude's last name. That's that's another reason why I hate well, this pick. Well, you know. 
on a positive note, maybe he'll become a unicorn like 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 Pazingas was. I don't know. A unicorn? Know. You know, they say Porzingis is a unicorn. Yeah, sure. Yes, Porzingis has turned out to be a big surprise. And and quite frankly, I, I felt the same way I did when we drafted Porzingis. It was like, I never saw this guy play. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he's about. And you left some guys on the board. You know, it's the same situation here. You left Malik Monk on the board. And shouts out to the Hornets. For you know, picking him up for him dropping that just, low. And who else did they just pick up? Dwight Howard. I don't care about that. Dwight Howard in the trade. It, it was somebody. Wasn't it somebody else? Did you read my blog post about that? I did, but I, don't, I mean, don't ask me to remember that shit from that. From I ain't asking you to remember game. it. I just asked if yeah, you read yeah, it. I did read it. Yes, of course I read it. Of course oh. I read that shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I read it right after I posted mine because I was like, man, what, what kind of nigga am I to? <laughs> <laughs> Not read my homie shit and post my and, and, and Chief Rocker, he said the Knicks will win. Stop with the BS. So, <laughs> tell me, I was tell me about this 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 cat from France. You seen him play, Chief? Yeah, like, like, I want to know if how much I want to know how much VHS tape you have of this kid from France because I've never seen the guy play. The guy actually. After he got drafted, he had to fly back to France because he was playing in another tournament. Yeah, when he literally went back to France to for a championship, right? To play a championship, or something right? Like that. Yeah. Uh, Chief says Monk don't play defense. Yeah, okay. Right. Who who on the Knicks plays defense? Sure. Who sure. on the Knicks plays defense? Sure, but we need offense too. <laughs> we need, we need offense. Yeah. Um. So any any um any sp- splash anything anything that you found. Interesting about about anybody that was drafted. Um, no, not really, because uh, other than the Bulls Timberwolves trade, yeah. I'm not surprised that uh, any of the picks went the way they went. I want to give a shout out to um, the Wizards who did actually pick up uh, Chris Jenkins from Villanova. Okay, if you remember, uh, he hit that game. The game winner shot, against North Carolina. And he's yep. from Silver Spring, Maryland. Uh huh. Um, they picked him up, of course. <laughs> we got a phone call, people. I wonder who this is. Call from. What's good? What up? Who do you think stepped in the room? Huh? What up, Chief? What up? What up, here? We gonna have to get look, man. We gonna have to get you a weekly slot on our show, man. Oh. We gonna have to get you a weekly slot on our show, man, so you can spew this nonsense, man. We're going to give you a I'm segment you on the like show. This, man. I'm going to tell you like this, right? I'm going to tell you like this, right? I'm going to put it to you like this. I've been in this world longer than both of y'all, man. <laughs> put together. I've been, I've, been seeing, I've been seeing talent, and I've been seeing a lot of ups and downs. So I'm going to tell you, bro, they picked this man for a reason because they couldn't get who they wanted. They wanted Fox. Fox went, so they knew they only had one more choice to go. Monk don't play D. Monk not a point guard. We need a point guard. We don't need no more shooters. Shit, if we keep Edwin, we keep Carmelo, he's shooting up everybody. You know? So we don't need no motherfucking shooters. We need somebody to spin the ball. So I'm tell me about, about this kid. kid. So, so tell me okay. about this kid from France. First and foremost, this is the same team that Tony Parker played for. Okay. This kid is playing with grown-ass men at That's the age of 18. He's 6'5", got a 7-foot wingspan. He played D, and he can pass the ball. His shot is 
but that could be worked on. All right? It was other people that came in the league and had no shot, and now they shooting lights out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember everybody that went through that scenario, but we got people doing that. You so, know, so what's your so what's your rise to chief? What's your rise to as constructed right now? As constructed right now, so it's got... not going to be it's not going it's not going to be as constructed right now because free agency coming. You don't know what we're going to do in the free agency period. So I'll wait after the free agency period before I can really detect or say anything about Phil again. You know what I'm saying? Right now, I feel that he picked up a young piece that's going to help the Zingers. We got the Zingers brother on the team, too. Not his brother, not his brother. Let me take that back. Rewind. <laughs> uh, ex-teammate of his is on the team, right? We picked up the kid from Houston. You know the the, the, the guy played guard, played shooting guard at Houston. Uh, they said he said he, he got in a lot of trouble back in the day. Uh-huh. Oh, uh, Ty Lawson. Right, 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 right. Uh, a brother that rides in the van with me. Matter of fact, I'm about me do a um, driving drive um, time van tomorrow. Okay. My um, Indian princess will be leaving next week, next Friday, or last day. Hey, so hey, chief, was that the chick that was that the leaves. chick you said had the big caboose? The other week? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, yeah, all right. Nice she got a nice side onion back there. But anyway, all um, right. uh, he told me, he knew the kid. The kid from one of the toughest neighborhoods in Houston. He said the kid is as, as tough as nails. So with him coming to New York, as tough as New York is, he should be all right. And this, and this kid right here, plus Trey. We had some players on the bench, man. Some young cats. We well, the, the kid, um... Um, I like Hernan Gomez. Uh, yeah, what's the kid named Holiday? Holiday, nice. Holiday's a good player. Nothing bad about Holiday. Yep. Huh? No, I said Holiday's yeah. a good player. Um. Then, then my man from Queens. I mean, he's steady, man. But you know, at least he's some beef down low coming off the bench. I mean, the Knicks are gonna be all right, man. It's just that we need to make some some serious moves in free agency. I think, and we pick up PJ Tucker. Which Phil said he want to get him, mm-hmm. and he may come to the Knicks. You know what's what I'm saying? With, uh, That's Noah. the man that just. What's that? What's the deal with Noah? Huh? What's the oh, deal Noah, with Noah? Noah? We're Noah's stuck with Noah. Out. He's training. You know what? You know who called Noah out? Who that? Kenny uh, Martin. Oh yeah, on Breakfast Club, I heard. Oh yeah, something. yeah, I heard yeah. something about that. Oh okay. Yeah, Kenny Martin said Kenny Martin told Noah. I mean, you need to get you stealing money, man. You need to get your shit together. Why did you come to training camp and in, in the season? As weak as hell as it was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Noah, Noah got, plus, you know, Noah's father's big time in New York, man. They, they love him in the garden, man. Yeah, he yeah. Hey, hey Chief, just, just, just one thing, and I'm going to let you go, man. I, I, I don't okay, doubt man. I don't doubt anything that you just said that you just talked about as far as this kid from France and as far as him mm-hmm. playing good defense and all that. But he, here's the problem that I have with the Knicks. Is that okay. no matter no matter who we get on this team that has a history of playing good defense, i.e. Derrick Rose, i.e. Joakim Noah, i.e. Courtney Lee, we got those guys in free agency last year because what they play defense. Derrick Rose. No, Rose don't play no defense. In, in Chicago, he did. When 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 he was coached by Thibodeau, he did. Everybody blew past Rose last year, man. All Rose wanted to do was get the ball and go back down court. Okay, that's fine. But he had a history of playing good defense with the Bulls. It seems like when these guys that have defensive histories, 
they get to the Knicks and they don't play defense. So what makes me think that this kid from France is going to fit in with this group as far as the defensive side of the ball is concerned? Because, um, what do you think? France, that's Miller. What? Miller going to get this buyout, man, so he can be a free agent. You know, at first, Phil didn't want to do it. But Dolan said, if there's a problem, he's not going to waive the no court, uh, um, trade uh, clause. So, you know, if Dolan got the money, they probably going to end up buying him out. Dolan's probably giving him a little extra because Dolan like Carmelo. Yeah, I mean, you that's know? what's going to end up being, but I don't think they're going to move him before the start of the season. You never know, Trey. You never know, man. You know, Trey, Dick, Trey's deadline is this Saturday. We know a lot of answers come this Saturday. But, no, I got a question for Maestro. Oh, what God. do you think about your boy putting an ex-George Town Hoyer under the bus? Who? I, I ain't catch that story. Who? What? Talking? I ain't catch that story. Um, um, uh, your, uh, the point guard, what's his name? I got it. Let me see. John Walls threw Otto Porter under the bus. He told John Wall from Kentucky. Is it the whole Paul George thing you talking about? Yeah, Paul George. Yeah. Oh, oh. Paul George. Because we had one, we had one weak link in the start lineup. He said Otto Porter. He said Otto Porter was the weak link. That's a fact. Yeah. All right, send me that story because the one weak link in the start lineup was, in my opinion, Marcin go attack. But, um, but yeah, send me that link because I. Looked like he had all his numbers stepped up last year, but send me that link. Um, I know, I, hey, you know that, and I know that. But Walls, for some reason or another, he thinks that Porter was a weak link. Well, whether he's right or wrong, John Wall is right in this respect. He's trying be to recruit Paul George. George. Yes, yes. he yes. should be. And as much as I would yes. hate to see Otto Porter go, if you're telling me that Otto Porter is leaving for Paul George with Bradley Bill and John Wall and Markeith Morris. Yeah, I, I'm signing up for that any given day of the week. Any, <laughs> given, any given day of the week. And I, and I like Otto Porter, man. I was excited when he was drafted and in his, uh, he getting close to his contract year. I think his contract year is the end of this year. Um, he, you know, he were he playing. He, he stepped his game up and, um, he, he, you know, he should be getting money somewhere. But um, if you're telling me we can get Paul George, hey, Otto Porter, man, it, it's been real, man. Hey, Chief, we got to run, you know man. What, um, you, I know, I'm going to let you go. Let me say this one thing. Go ahead. But you know what, Maestro? If y'all, if y'all do get him, man, that'll put y'all over the top, man. Yeah. That's all I'm going, man. My man. All right, Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, from the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern recap show. Uh, we got to take a little bit break here and uh, come back and uh, talk some NFL and uh, some more things. You're listening to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. We'll be right back. Yo, this is your boy, KC, from the Kicking It With KC Show. When I want to jam, I'm jamming with Queen Josie and DJ New New as they're kicking those vibes. Coming straight from the A. Kick it with your boy, KC, at www.kc.com. This show covers some of the realest issues trending today. He'll keep you locked in from the first listen. You can find him online on his mobile app or at KYSII.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, iTunes, Google Play, and especially on the SME Network on Tuesdays at noon. You don't want to miss it.
said, little bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Hit the school, I can get them both, I don't want to choose. And I'm quick, cut a nigga off, so don't get comfortable. Look, I don't dance now, I make money move. Say, I don't gotta dance, I make money move. If I see you now and speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I'm a boss, you a worker, bitch, I make bloody moves. Now she say, she gon' do what a who? Let's find out and see. Call you B, you know where I'm at, you know where I be. You in the club, just to party, I'm there, I get paid a fee. I be in and out them bank so much, I know they tired of me. Honestly, don't give a fuck about who in front of me. Drop two mixtapes in six months. What bitch working as hard as me? I don't bother with these hoes. Don't let these hoes bother me. They see pictures, they say ghosts. Bitch, I'm who they tryna be. Look, I might just chill in some babe. I might just chill with your boo. I might just spill on your babe. My pussy feel like a lake. He wanna swim with his face. I'm like, okay. I let him get what he want. He buy me East and Laurent and the new whip. When it go fast as a horse, I got the trunk in the front. I'm the hottest in the street. No, you probably heard of me. Got a bag and fix my teeth. Hope you hoes know it ain't cheap. And I pay my mama bills. I ain't got no time to chill. Think these hoes be mad at me. They baby father wanna build. Say, little bitch, you can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Hit the school, I can get them both. I don't wanna choose. And I'm quick, cut a nigga off, so don't get comfortable. Look, I don't dance now, I make money moves. Say, I don't gotta dance, I make money move. If I see you now and speak, that means I don't fuck with you. I'm a boss, you a worker, bitch, I make bloody moves. If you a pussy, you get popped. You a goofy, you a op. Don't you come around my way, you can't hang around my block. And I just check my account, turns out I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. I put my hand above my hip, I bet you dip, he dip, she dip. I say, I get the money and go. This shit is hot like a stove. My pussy Glitter is gold. Tell that little bitch play her role. I just a rope and no rose. I just came up in no rave. I need to fill up the tank. No, I need to fill up the safe. I need to let all these hoes know that none of their niggas is safe. I go to dinner and steak. Only the real can relate. I used to live in the peace. Now it's a crib with a gate. Rolly got charms and life busted face. Hard to let these bitches know. Just in case these hoes forgot. I just wanna check the mail. Another check from Mona. Can fuck with me if you wanted to. These expensive, these is red bottoms, these is bloody shoes. Hit the school, I can get them both. I don't wanna choose, and I'm quick. Cut a nigga off, so don't get comfortable. Hey, hey. I don't dance now. That bitch be spitting, Slim. Hey, you know what's funny? And welcome back to the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Trey Frazier, Maestro Styles here in the house. Yep. If you want to call the show, the number is 240-532-2718. I, I was having a conversation. It was a Facebook conversation. Shout out to my friend and God sister Clarine. Um, she gave an opinion that she felt like she didn't belong in that list of nominees Who, from Cardi the awards. B? Cardi B, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 she expressed an opinion about that. And I said, well... Hold on a minute. Cardi B definitely deserves a nomination 
in this group here. She just wasn't going to beat Remy. That's the, that's just she just wasn't going to beat Remy's year. But right. if Remy was not right. in that category. Mm-hmm. I'd have gave it to Cardi. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I could see that. I yeah. could see that. I'd have gave it to Cardi. No, Car- Cardi B is a good enough female hip hop artist to be listed with the likes of Remy Ma, Young M.A. Um, yeah, who was in it. Nelson was in it. Missy, I think, was in that nomination Nikki, list too. Nikki, and Nikki, Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Those, those were the five. Yeah, okay. Those were the five that were in in the nomination. Um, yeah, she she belongs. Yeah. in that list. Now Cardi been Cardi been working. Cardi Cardi been working. She didn't manage to get, step her appearance up in these same six months yep. that she been putting these music yep. out. Um, if you ain't heard the lick record with Offset, like she got. Records, right? For for those non Cardi B fans out there, I'll I'll tell it's, you like it's I told more than loving hip hop, nigga. I tell you, I tell you like I told um Clarine the other night. Don't let the ratchetness on loving hip hop fool you. Cardi B has bars. Yeah, she can go for days. Yeah, she can she rap. she belongs. She, she belongs. She can rap. All right, NFL. Um, I guess we can get into this Derek Carr extension. Yeah. Uh, twenty-five million dollars a year. I don't know what the years are. Five, five, five years. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess the biggest contract for quarterback yeah, right yeah. now. I think. I think he, he might be the highest paid right now. Yeah, I think he's the highest yeah. paid right now. Um, anytime, anytime an organization can reach an agreement to extend a quarterback's contract. It's always good for the organization because... Especially that he just came off an injury. So, right. I mean, the fact that they signed him just at like this that, point... Right, yeah. right. That, you know, I, w- I would question that. But for the organization's sake, it's a contract extension. Yeah. Because, let's face it, let's say he becomes a free agent and now he goes out and he performs well. Now you got to pay him more than 25 mil a year. With, so, f- so for the organization, that's good. Yeah, and they 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 realized that they probably would have been a little further in the playoffs if he was uh, healthy. If he was healthy, sure, yeah, they sure. Need to lock, they needed to lock him in. Here's my criticism, though. I'm not going to criticize Derek Carr. I'm I'm not even going to criticize the team. You know who I'm going to criticize? I'm going to criticize the media. And 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 here's why. Because all this talk about quarterbacks being overpaid, and look, I get it. The NFL is generating a lot of money and a lot of guys, no matter what position they are, are being overpaid. Okay, fine. That's the market. That's I mean, the world they live in. Overpaid in the sense of... In a, in a sense that people, fans or the media want the style of play or the level of play to match what they're being paid. And it's and, and sort of in that sense. Or... Or being compensated for the resume that you bring okay. to the table. Okay. My 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 gripe is with the media because I remember I remember a certain quarterback five years ago. I think it's four no four years ago. I remember a certain quarterback four years ago that started for five seasons, played every game, took his team to the postseason every year in those five years, won a playoff game in each of those five years. Mm-hmm. Capped it off with 11 touchdowns, no interceptions, en route to a Super Bowl title. And the moment this guy got his new contract, it was six years, $120 million on average, $20 million a year. Mm -hmm. Everybody was criticizing Joe Flacco. 
everybody came out the word work like, yo, you got the team for this guy. He's not worth this. Why is he doing this? He just had one Super Bowl run. Da, 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 da. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because, see, this is what the media tries to do. They try to make you think that it's just one simple thing. When, when people think of Joe Flacco, people are always going to talk about the Super Bowl run. Just the just that one run. Yeah, one year. It, it's not one just it's not saying, it's not just the run. The playoffs every year, but prior. Yeah, and, and and let's be clear, the Ravens in the history of the Ravens since being in Baltimore have not done that. They've never been to five okay. straight postseasons. Well, the longest streak they've been to the postseason was two years, and that was the year they won yeah. the Super Bowl in, in two thousand and in two thousand one. Yeah, that that was it. But uh, so Derek Carr, who has played, what, three years, three seasons. First two seasons, not on a winning team. Third year last year, great year until the injury. And obviously, he means a lot to that organization because once he went down, that team's play, even on the defensive side, was just off. There was something off about the Raiders once he went down. So I get that he has value. I get that the Oakland Raiders value him. Okay. But I just don't get the lack of not attacking the rate, the media part of attacking of attacking the team for paying a quarterback who, let's face it, who we we don't we don't know this resume. We don't know this guy's resume right, yet. But uh, but last year there was maybe maybe eight maybe. I mean, I'm just guessing on top of my head. Maybe eight quarterbacks better than him. Maybe better maybe, than Derek Carr. Maybe. And I'm that's that's maybe, I would say maybe. Yeah, like I, 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 was, I, I, I'd I say mean, maybe. You know, I mean, um, and he's young. I mean, because they they're obviously they're paying for him because they feel like he's going to be upside, upside. It's it's really more upside. And then and then obviously with what they mm-hmm. you know what they putting together with Marshawn Lynch right. and how they looking at the defense and things of that nature. They they locking him they locking him in for a Super Bowl run basically is what they're trying to do right right um, whereas in uh, Joe Flacco's case mm-hmm. um, what not not shitting on the run because that run was there and not shitting on the the streak because like I said he got he whether he was the biggest part of them making the playoffs or not he got them there one hundred and twenty I don't know what the number is but one hundred twenty for six years. No, no, no. I'm no. I'm talking about the consecutive game streak that he had going on before he got injured in 2015. That guy was dependable. That guy, you knew that guy was going to take the field every week. But again, if you if you put Derek Carr now, if you're now if you're going to ask me who's a better quarterback right now, it's Derek Carr. No question about it. No question. Uh, But my but my argument is is that. That defense in Baltimore, Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, uh, Boscott, um, mm-hmm. um, the other guy, yeah, Terrell Haloni, Suggs, Suggs. Suggs. That team, uh, Vince Wright, what up? Um, that team, as much as you would love to say, as much as you want to give credit, and, and you do have to give credit to Joe Flacco. You got to give credit to you both. You have to give some credit. I'm giving credit to both sides of the ball because the way I look at it is. But that's, but you can understand that, why, but you can understand where the argument comes in. Whereas opposed to Derek Carr, where the defense wasn't as good. Right. You knew that Derek Carr had to go in and score 
Sure. Uh, you know, he had to be everything for the Raiders in order to win he had games. To ca- he, I understand. On the other side of the fence, yes. the defense, is it safe to say the defense was making this game a whole lot easier for Joe Flacco and you know what I'm saying? Like definitely. that was their, definitely, a, definitely the first, definitely the first couple of years. I would say that they were. I mean, they and, were making it easier. And I give you, I give you credit for this. The defense did start to fall off, but they were still. That defense was still the crux of the Baltimore. As far as leadership, as far as production, as, as, uh, I don't know. I don't know about the production part. Now, I'm not saying they were as leadership. Good as they definitely, were. I'm not saying that they were as good as they were when he first got there, but uh-huh. they were still. That was the reason they were winning games. Sure. And and let's be clear about something. When you go back to history of the Ravens, what was their problem? What was the Ravens' problem oh, always? It was, it was that, but it was not having a quarterback. Yeah. I remember Kyle yeah, Bowler. Yeah, yeah, I right. remember okay. Trent Dilfer. I remember Tony Banks and yeah. Anthony Wright. Those are some bad quarterbacks. Yeah. This guy comes in, stabilizes the position for the first five years, postseason runs. A postseason player at that point because people count to 2012, but you got to start from 2010 up until 2014. I mean, go back to the Pittsburgh game where we beat the Steelers and that New England game where the guy just shows up and gives us two 14 point leads and the defense falls apart. <laughs> Look at Mogo Bella. You're such a damn hater. <laughs> What's she say? We talking Ravens all show. Uh, all show. What? Like, we we ain't just talk BET Awards and all this stuff? Uh, she's Stop just mad because the Dolphins ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> the Dolphins uh, ain't shit. Uh, hey, uh, Vince Wright says go Timberwolves, go Vikings. Hey, man, Timberwolves got a shot this year to go yep. to the playoffs. I feel like, man, um, the Vikings. Uh, yep, yep. Uh the Timberwolves got a shot to go into the playoffs this year. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. But but getting back to to Derek Carr, Derek Carr definitely deserves um, Derek Carr definitely deserves the money in the market. Because um, let's be clear, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Cousins is getting paid. Nineteen, yeah. or actually twenty four this year. I think it's twenty two. No, the franchise twenty four. Is it twenty four? Okay, twenty four. So okay. yeah, um, he's getting paid twenty four. Right, Andrew Luck is getting paid right. twenty three. Yeah. So if if those guys are getting that, yep, um, they might have underpaid Derek Carr. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, look, it, look, it's possible. I'm I'm just saying yeah. that and the I media. I'm just saying that the media's outrage. And and let me let me just read something from um, ESPN's Trey Wingo. He put out a tweet earlier today and he says that the Joe Flacco contract should serve as cautionary tale mm-hmm. the Ravens gutted the team to pay him after Super Bowl 47 have missed the playoffs three out of the last four years since everything about that tweet is a fact mm-hmm. at the same time though when you look at other teams in the league that have paid their quarterbacks look at the Giants they paid Eli Manning they missed the postseason six of the last seven years. Look at the Chargers. They paid Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. They missed the postseason, what, five and out of the last yeah. six years. Uh-huh. The Falcons, they paid Matt Ryan. They missed three straight years of playoff appearances. Up until this year. Up, until, up until this year. And, but, and it's not looking terrible in years to come. Right, That's right. I mean. and, 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 to a, and to a certain extent, but not all the way. Uh-huh. When Roethlisberger got his money after the, you know, I think the second Super Bowl, I think he got his money. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not we sure. We went right back in 2010, though. But I get what you're saying. I do right. understand it, what you're saying. 
you miss the playoffs certain years every every I mean, I every now what and you're then. Trying to say, but There's, but but this but we're acting like this is something like unorthodox. This is what's happening around the league. Yeah, but I think but I think that but I think the I think the the major thing that you are missing in comparing Flacco to the likes of Matt Ryan. Um, ben Roethlisberger for that matter, not just because of the Ravens Steelers thing, but just in the quality of quarterback. If you're talking about mechanics, I'm just talking about who's a better quarterback. Play. Who's a better sure, sure. Um, I mean, and, and and just so we don't have to get into the Steelers Ravens thing, right? Just just say Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan is, e. I mean, you can lose the Ravens can lose uh, Joe Flacco and find a quarterback. Are we sure about that? I'm confident in that. And I say that. I'm confident in that. The Falcons lose Matt Ryan. Oh, yeah. I, I'm not sure about I'm that. I'm confident in that. I don't think. I'm not so sure about I'm that. I'm confident that they could find another Joe. When Mallet, when Mallet was. Let's let's go back. Let's go to the games that Flacco missed in the end of 2015. Okay. Matt Schaub. Okay. A, but, a pick six machine. Okay. but that, Ryan, just, Ryan Mallet. That's not fair. That's not that fair. That is fair. That's not fair. That, that is we fair. Know, but we know that you can't compare Ryan Mallet to Joe Flacco. We know Flacco was right. eons better than Flacco. Sure. I'm saying, RC, what up? We can find a quarterback that's that's. I don't know. Joe Flacco was in the middle of the pack as far as quarterbacks. So can we agree to that? Uh, sure. And yeah. can we can we agree that he's on the if, if, if thirty fourteen? Teams, I'd say fourteen, fourteen, fifteen. Okay. With but, with with the most recent would, play. Okay. I, I would, would say, say fourteen, fifteen. Half, but that's fine. That's mm-hmm, fine. Mm-hmm. You can find a fifteen quarterback easier than you could find a Matt Ryan to your quarterback. Uh, uh, so you're so you're saying if we got Christian Hackenberg. And I don't even know well, Christian who Christian Hackenberg, Hackenberg is. Christian Hackenberg ain't on the level of Joe Flacco. I'm saying that if if Jay Cutler went to if Jay Cutler got something got a few things right, right. messing with uh Harbaugh or, okay. or, or or Zorn or whoever the quarterback. Now we're coach talking is, about right. a guy that's experienced. You're right. you're saying, I'm saying that go you can and replace him with somebody some, that can, we have no it's idea. It's easier to replace Joe Flacco than it is to replace Matt Ryan. In comparison, yes, yes. But, I, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna just sit here and say that he's not valuable to the no, Ravens. No, no, nobody nobody said that. Right, nobody said that. I'm saying right. that based on the market, based on the quarterbacks who you know, just based on who he is in the market of starting quarterbacks. Yep. it's easier to find somebody to replace Joe Flacco than it is to f- replace Matt Ryan. So. The criticism of why Matt Joe Flacco was catching so much criticism for getting that big deal after you know that Super Bowl run, and let's be clear, it's not that they didn't consider the five playoff runs consecutive. I was gonna say they did. Of course they did. They if, had to. I mean, of if I'm his agent, did. that's what you throwing of out there. They did, but. It was based on the fact that it was a contract year and yep. he balled out in that playoff contract year. Yep. That's what it was and that he won. Right. Right. If he did if he did all that And, and the media is jealous because a guy bet on himself and he won. I mean, I don't know if they're jealous, but I, think, I mean, okay. I think I think they're jealous. The media is jealous of I Joe think Blacko? I that's why they, they that's why they criticize sure. the guy right. after the guy gets his first pay raise. Like I I I've, I've never seen that with any other athlete before. Where a guy gets criticized for putting the resume together that he put in route to winning that Super Bowl. Now, he hasn't looked good the last you know year or so. I, I will agree to that. Yeah. But let's face it, and, and going back to Trey Wingo's tweet, gutting the team, 
You had two Hall of Famers retire. That's not that's not the team being gutted. And and the last time I checked, Ray Rice was still on the team. Haloti Nada was still on the team. Terrell Suggs was on the team. Dennis Pitta was still on the team. I mean, that, is that is that a gut? I mean, that, that you call that think, gutting the team? I mean, I, I think, and I, I, we we didn't kind of been on this for a minute, but I think what he's trying to say is just be careful of who you of who you're giving these contracts sure, but, to. But Joe Flacco but, is not the only example. That that's that's all part of my point. But that that's you, go, that's going on least, around the entire league. At, but can you at least agree that he is the poster child of it going wrong? I'm not saying he's the only example, but he is definitely the poster child of it going wrong. The poster child of it going wrong. I I disagree with that. Well, who uh, who who would be the poster child in your mind? The poster child. I mean, I mean, now that you put it that way, there has to be a for it not to go that way. I I guess the I guess the I, I guess the example from a would Super Bowl, be from a from signing a big contract, right? Off of. Uh, you know, off of his past, right. but they, but in these past years, they obviously gave him that contract for upside. They didn't give him. It, would but you, it's so. But it's also, uh, and 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 I like, and I like what the owner said. He said, "Look, we know we have a guy that at the when the lights shine brightest and when the game gets bigger, this guy is going to show up. So when we get to the playoffs, we know that this guy is going to perform for us. Look at 2014. I mean, people seem to forget 2014." And I go back to the Steeler game. He he performed good in that game, and the New England game, two fourteen point leads. That wasn't that wasn't Flacco's fault. We lost that game. And 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 let's and let's face it, this defense. I, I, and I don't want to go too much on the Ravens, but there's more issues with the Ravens post Super Bowl than it just being Flacco's contract. This defense doesn't perform well at the end of games. Yeah, Ozzy hasn't drafted. Well, but that, I mean, you draft Matt Elam. But ain't that let, let's let's but let's, let's, that, but let's be that, honest. But ain't that a part of what the criticism is? Um, ain't ain't that a part of what the criticism is though? The part of the criticism is is that while they pay him all this money, they could have been doing something better with the defense. Because because um, let's be clear, uh, you know. Uh, who am I talking? Who am I thinking on top of my head? Um, Ed Reed, obviously, you know, retired or traded, whatever happened to him. Ray Lewis went to the Texans Ed. and is basically yeah. flamed out. Then, then, um, so Paul no, Kruger, Haloti Nada wasn't Paul Kruger. Did Paul Kruger leave after that Super Bowl year? Yeah, Paul Kruger, okay, left, Paul Kruger left. Went to the Browns and right. just faded. But big part of the defense, he left. LRB, LRB got a contract with I think it was Miami. So we tell him they. I think those are the really two. I mean, if you're if you're just strictly were, talking the defense, if you're really if you're talking the defense, but if you're really talking the defensive side, you're looking at Paul Kruger, Danell Ellaby, maybe Pollard, maybe Brian. I mean, Bernard Come Pollard. On, are you saying those are wasn't big pieces of y'all defense? No, no, I didn't say they weren't oh. big pieces. I'm just saying I don't think that they made that big of a defense. And but plus, you, people and plus people have said, and you know, fans. That I that I talked to have said those departures, like the Pollard trade, the Bolden trade, and the Ed Reed not being resigned, that was more Harbaugh not wanting those personalities in his locker room. Well, that that was that people seem to think that that's more connected I don't to that. Give a damn what the issues were, but you're talking about three. You you just named three starters off of the defense that were that that were dealt away. Okay, three key starters. Not just Paul Kruger was. 
was instrumental that year. He was instrumental, but okay, he wasn't Ray it, Lewis. But come on, is he young. is he overpaid though? Did he get overpaid? That's not the point. I'm talking about they let him go. Sure, they let him go off of that defense, right? And he was a he was big he was a big time player for that defense. But now right. Pollard was a big time safety for that defense. Sure. Um. Did I mean ever be not as big as those other two? But those those were big pieces to let go. Right. Then with the fact that um you know what happened with Ed Reed and then with Ray Lewis retiring. Right. Lodi Nada. Let's be clear. Lodi Nada was not the same guy. He. You know what I'm saying. So what was it after fourteen? I think after fourteen. I think we let him go. Yeah, but he I'm just saying he wasn't. The, I'm saying he wasn't the same guy. So right. With right. those pieces leaving, mm-hmm. more of that crux goes up on what he does production wise. Right. Right. And it 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 just doesn't look the same. Right. So you talking about five guys? Whether Right, and then but, let's not forget Pitta's hip, just but basically just, just going defense. out. My argument sure. was just with the defense. Sure, sure. My argument was the defense. You could you had to replace those starting spots. Sure, and sure. And you didn't. And part of it had to do with the contract that was given out to the. Uh, but he only got six million the first year. You know, I mean. Yeah, but like, uh, but I feel I I I kind of understand where he was coming from. I I don't, but let let's move on. Um, the Chiefs. Um, so they, they gave Andy Reid an extension and they fired the GM. Um, there's, there's a lot of weird stuff going on with that team this off season. Um, well, they should have gave him an extension. So, yeah, I mean, that's, um, that's facts. Yeah. They I mean, that, that's, that's facts. So look, um, you know, they should have gave him that extension. Right. Right. Um, oh, we, we, we got to get into this. Um, the homie Stephen A. Smith. Uh, <laughs> your boy Stephen A. Uh, Stephen A. Um, so have uh, you been suspended yet? No, no. But no. but let, we can get into that. So just to kind of put this story in place, first take. They were talking about the Knicks. My my Knicks. How how, how lucky. Um. So it was a conversation about Phil Jackson when he first got to the Knicks. That one of the first things that he tried to do was sign Lamar Odom. And Stephen A. kind of brought that to light in the middle of the conversation and basically um, basically said this, how to describe uh, Phil Jackson possibly signing Lamar Odom. His very first move as the executive was to sign Lamar Odom, who was on crack. <laughs> so... When I, when I first heard it, of course you you know you kind of jolted and was like, "Whoa!" Like, like did he really say it like that? But then after kind of letting it settle down for a little bit, I I, I kind of thought to myself, "I'm like, did he really like? Did he really put that much of an insult on Lamar Odom? Because the topic wasn't about Lamar Odom. The topic was clearly about Phil Jackson and the New York Knicks, and." I, I, I see a lot of people um, talking about Stephen A. called Lamar Odom a crackhead and da 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 da. No, he didn't call him a crackhead. He was basically making a point of how embarrassing the Knicks were by saying that Phil Jackson went to go get Lamar Odom, who was going through some stuff at times. Um, whether he meant to say he was on crack or not, and I think Stephen A. tried to retract it um, right after he made that statement, but. Quite frankly, I don't. I don't see a big problem with this. What say you? Um, look, um, 
No, I, I, I do find a, I, I have a problem with it. Um, not because look, and he, and you could tell he knew he said something that he shouldn't have said because he started. First of all, he danced into it before he said it. Yeah, and then he danced around it after he said it. Um, look, leave Lamar. Look, you could you ain't had to say shit about Lamar Odom being on crack. All you had to say was. Go. He tried to go get Lamar Odom. Right. To say shit about him being on crack. Because right. Let's be clear. Lamar Odom wasn't a great player when he. Or you could have said he tried to go get Lamar Odom when he was going through. No, his he didn't stuff. even have to say that because Lamar Odom was not a productive player at the time. Sure. So he had to say shit about Lamar Odom. Personal. Sure, but he probably felt that way because pe- people probably didn't think. Okay, why is he saying Lamar Odom? Everybody I think. I think people wanted. Every- I think. There was some people that maybe I'm just saying maybe I don't I don't know I'm not sure, but I think he just wanted to give the reason for that. I just think he chose the wrong way in saying anybody the reason who for it. watches first take on a normal basis knows full and damn well why Lamar Odom would not be a great a great pickup for Phil Jackson at that time. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Outside of personal, I'm I'm just talking about outside of personal issues. I'm mm-hmm. talking about the fact that he wasn't a productive basketball player right. at this point in his career. It had nothing to do with the fact that he was on crack. The problem was is that he wasn't the best player at the time, so he had no reason to he had no reason to mention that. He had no reason to say that outside of the fact that he wanted to say something controversial, right? And he should have been suspended for. Or, it. Or was he? Or was he upset of the fact that? It's this is his team, but he's he, but yeah, he is upset. He he's up, upset. He's upset at the he, moves that he watch, made. I, I don't know if you watched the entire the entire uh, clip of it. I don't watch it. But his, he was saying, "Oh, I don't want to say nothing because what if I say what I'm gonna say? Then I'm gonna say something crazy, and I don't want to say nothing crazy. And I'm not good. So Max Kellerman, I'm gonna let you have it because I'm gonna say something crazy. And then he said. The only reason, and then he said it, and it was like, <laughs> nigga, you just, you just, you just rocked me for five, no, homo, you just set me up for five minutes talking about how you not going to say nothing crazy, right. and then you go say something crazy. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm, Max, don't you, I'm not going to say it, and then he said it. Right. Wow. wow. So ESPN, if I'm ESPN, I'm sitting here looking at it like, this nigga about to say it. Wow. Well, so what the fuck you do all that shit before? You should have just said it. You know what I'm saying? And then we right, would have been right, good. Right. Yeah. I, I I think this is just I mean, look, I th- he definitely should have said it differently. But I, I just don't think it if meant you, no harm and, by it. Well, of course he didn't mean no harm by it. now. Now that his lawyers and all that shit and hollered at him. And because he, he knew. And he's taking a vacation right now. The second he said it, the second. He said it. He started dancing around it, and I love Lamar Odom. And you know, right, I got right. nothing but fond respect for this brother. Like, right, right, nigga, right. then you ain't had to say his name at all. Right, you ain't had to say his uh, name uh, at all. Uh, other than other than the fact that he spit some facts. I I mean I don't know what dr- I, well saying. I don't know what I don't know what drug he was on Lamar Odom he was on crack he was on okay okay so then crack. okay so then that's but a fact you, but the point is that you had no real reason to mention his personal issues all you had to say was Lamar Odom was not the best acquisition you should have been pursuing coming into that job that's all you had to say because uh, no, we know facts. where his career was at at that time right whether right. he was on drugs or not he was not a productive basketball player at that time so it had nothing to do with the fact he was on crack right right 
So, well, well, if he if he gets suspended, it's going to be because of public outrage, in, in my opinion. Well, the same reason he was suspended with Michelle Beadle, with the Michelle Beadle situation. And and I and I thought that was stupid, also. Um, but um, it's the same well, reason. This ain't. Here's the thing, and he knows it. That's what, and he knows it. That's why he used so many damn big he, ass he took, words. He took that a we vacation. Don't... He's taking vacation. Yeah, I don't. I don't know when vacation. he's coming back. And he should take vacation because if if you if they if they gonna suspend him for what he said about the whole Ray Rice and Nate Palmer mm-hmm. thing, then he should be getting suspended for that shit too. You ain't had no reason to come at cuz like that. Yeah. You ain't had no reason to come at him. Like ESPN, that. they need to be consistent. No, no, I. They are. That was pretty fucking consistent. If you can suspend him for how he felt about Janae Palmer, and and I'm just saying that based on the fact that I didn't believe that he should have got suspended calling because somebody cra- calling somebody a crackhead is against ESPN uh, ESPN morale. Period. Just like saying a woman deserves to get hit is against. Uh, ESPN morale. It just w- w- were those the exact words. No, that but he that's said? what he was. That's how they interpreted what he said. That's how they interpreted it. Mm. Yeah. That's why Michelle Beadle got out and said what she said. Yeah. Oh, sure. I gotta. I, I gotta. I can look a certain way and did not get hit. You know what I'm saying? Whatever she said. Yeah. It was a. It was. That's how it was interpreted. It. Mm. Yeah, because she was white. She got. She got a black man suspended. Well, for no reason. Well, now a black for 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 a nigga speaking the truth. Mm, all right, well, I let you. I for, for, for for a nigga speaking the truth, so uh, the truth about is, that. well, about Janae Palmer, about huh, about Janae Palmer. I don't think he was speaking directly about Janae Palmer. Yeah, I just think he was speaking a, a general. It was a general conversation about well, women not was, uh, about women not not um what was it not provoking. That's what it was. It was the word provoke. He said something about women not provoking men to hit them. And Michelle Beadle came out and was like, oh, we provoke like we provoke men to beat us. Uh, in some situations, women do. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. That, that's why that's why I thought it was bogus that he got suspended for that. Now, with this situation with the crackhead thing and the crack, you know, look, I'm with you. A, a better, better choice of words. A better choice of words would have been okay. It's against ESPN. It's against ESPN morale. But the conversation was about the Knicks, and people. I mean, too much focus was being put well, on Lamar he, Odom. He, unfortunately, he, well, he needed to do a show where he could talk his shit. Yeah, but of course, he's not going to do that. Otherwise, he got to follow the job. Hey, I, I got to shout out uh, the homie Al Thompson. He, he's what been up, in the up? chat room. Was good, man. Uh, appreciate you jumping in here, man. Uh, Mike, sure you you got anything else, man? I'm I'm ready to ride out, man. Um, no, I'm, I'm good, man. I, I just wanted uh, I want I wanted to see what the comments were saying. Um, I saw something. Oh RC. yeah, RC. What's good, RC? I what see up? you in the building. Uh, he says uh, Stephen A is a new face of ESPN, but that doesn't mean they won't suspend him. He wasn't suspended for the Odom comments, but let him go off on Gronk. And see what happens. Eh. That's another uh, racial. Uh, Look, the crackhead comment needs to get him suspended. Period. Period. If you could suspend him for the Michelle Beadle, I mean for the Janae Palmer, because it was detrimental to ESPN morale, then you could suspend him for that. Because you can't call a motherfucker a crackhead or <laughs> on, on TV. Even, you can't call a nigga a crackhead on TV. Even though, if, even though it's true. Yeah, you can't call him a crackhead. Sorry. Yeah, you that, can't do it. Yeah, that, that that's terrible. Uh, Denise, hell yeah, women provoke the. 
provoke it. Um, and when I heard it being done, I responded, "She should have smacked." <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, Denise, I'm, I'm, I'm so with you on that. I, I, I brought up the example of uh, Babs and Ness in making a band. She was trying to provoke Ness to basically punch her. Mm-hmm. That the stuff happens. It happens in the hood. Like, why, why, why people aren't getting that? I, I, I just don't get that. Um, let's see some other uh, comments in here. Uh, oh, Grego said he thought he could joke about it. Did, did it sound like Stephen A was trying to? He was, yeah. That's that. Yeah, he thought he could. Yeah, it, that, it, it, I agree. It sounded a little because, bit. It, yeah, but again, he set this. He set this shit up. Right. He's he he set it up, and right. then he said it. Right, right. And then he backpedaled because he because he must have seen what Max was. Max was like. For real, nigga, like, and, and then he tried to backpedal. Right, right. And uh, RC says Michelle Beadle was a victim of abuse, so that comment hit home with her. Okay, I I didn't know that, but still, don't say that that doesn't happen. Uh, Stephen A could have explained it better, but I didn't believe he should have been suspended for that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you, RC. I I just didn't think um he should have got suspended for but that. They definitely being consistent. ESPN, if you say some shit, that's 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 not- affecting our bottom line. Cause let's face it, it's always all about the money, man. Sure. It's always all about sure. that. I mean, I don't disagree with that. I don't disagree with that. Um, yeah, Grego said men punching white women in the face over fried chicken in South Georgia. Oh uh, man, <laughs> shit! I mean, I've been trying to get out of here, man. But we, we shout out to Georgia, man. Um, motherfuckers is getting life for robbing Waffle Houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me um let me let me bring this up and um shout out to Mom dude. Yeah, motherfuckers judging me cuz I ain't tip when I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Judge uh, this nigga. The wait the Waffle House waitress. Shout out to her. Um but nah, nah, shout out to Mom Dukes. Um as as many of you know, um, my mom's lives in Gwinnett County, Georgia, right outside of the city of Atlanta. And she works for Burkmar High School, which is in Gwinnett County. And she actually texted me the story, this article earlier today, and said that the um, the guy that got life for robbing three Waffle Houses used to be a student of hers. She used to teach this kid during high school. And so, you know, it kind of hit home for her. And the first thing that kind of jumped out at me was the guy's getting life for a robbery for for robbing waffle houses that's like retarded. like, like that really retarded, though. that's what really that's what like did he like did he stab 20 waitresses or, or shoot up i don't the, think anybody was like, hurt i, I mean i, 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 I skim, read the story skim, nobody was it. nobody, nobody was got hurt. hurt yeah i read the story i'm like nigga made over 300 dollars. i'm like seriously now so this is what america this is what america is people they trying to wipe us out this earth man they're trying to wipe us out any way they can do it Trey fired up this afternoon. This is exactly what they doing, man. I I, yeah. I, I expressed that to moms, man. It's it's like well, here's the it's thing. crazy. Here's the thing. Um, shout out to the well, I don't want to say shout out to the dude because that's I, I mean that's a terrible punishment. Never in a million years did you think you was going to serve a life sentence in jail, and they added five more years to the to the. I, that is the most retarded shit I ever heard. I hate when you say life. Plus more years for right. for the gun or some like shit. There's like more that. beyond life. I like, kiss my head. You gonna fucking lock I, I, me I up in that. heaven or hell or whatever? I hate that. Yeah, I, I, I really do hate that. But never, never in the history of a nigga's life <laughs> did he think sentences. he was gonna do a life sentence 
for three hundred dollars. Yeah, that that's bogus. Yeah, look, look. Okay, three years. Okay, three four years. Okay, nigga, what? Three hundred dollars. Okay. Eight months, maybe. Okay, uh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, but, well, because it was three Waffle Houses, what a, it's, year probably nah, it's probably years. It's probably years. Fuck that. That nigga got three hundred dollars and nobody was harmed. Six months and three and and, and and another six in probation. Get the fuck out. And, 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 and even if this was in my show, even if this was like strike three for him, that still don't deserve that a life good. sentence. Three hundred dollars. Three hundred dollars. The nigga spent more money in gas than he profited from robbing a motherfucking junk. Pretty much, that that that's crazy. That I mean, I I I feel sorry for anybody that goes through the system and is overly punished like this. Cause this is this is not, and we yeah, don't condone we don't condone crime. violence, crime, or anything like that. But the fact that this kid is never gonna see the day of light again because he. Robbed three Waffle Houses. It, well, I like, tell you what I think. I like, don't think like he's really stop. gonna serve life. I, I don't really think he's gonna serve life. I think the nigga retrace. They're gonna yeah, retrace I that. I don't think. He's yeah. Gonna uh, look, they better get it right if that's the case. Well, we ain't gonna hear about it. He just we just gonna he just gonna get yeah. They're just gonna get out. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, we ain't gonna hear about it. I don't think he's serving life. I, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if they put all that out there just to warn niggas leave my Waffle Houses alone. Right. Right. Yeah, that's, that's crazy, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, hey, hey, I just wanted to uh, shout out the homie Vince Wright. Um, I, I, I saw in the chat room, he said that uh, I'll be visiting Minneapolis to watch my Ravens get beat by the Vikings. And, um, you know, for those that don't know, um, I'm, I'm taking a wife to Minneapolis in October for the weekend of that Ravens-Vikings matchup. So... You know, can't wait for that. And you know, I, I get to meet Vince Wright, and uh, we probably uh, probably do a show together um, before we come back. So um, you know, can't wait for that opportunity. Um, but uh, definitely, the Ravens are going to beat that ass. No, no question about it. <laughs> they, they, they they're going to get him, especially if Sam Bradford's a quarterback. I understand Trey do not cuss like that. So to get him to say that means he really believes it. It's especially if Sam Bradford's the quarterback. Oh hey, yeah, man. Hey, oh man. yeah, Latavius Murray, man. <laughs> Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, man. Stop it, stop it. Uh, RC said, "Jersey, imagine if Cam Newton did that. They suspend him right on the spot, but Gronk can do and say what he wants." So yeah, they were talking about uh, Gronkowski okay. doing some stuff. Well, um, I don't know. I didn't see the video. Yeah, yeah. I, I I heard his name involved in some stuff, but I really don't have the story, so I'm not gonna. Go go too he's much into ultimate, it. He's the ultimate white person that gets away with everything, though. Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's the ultimate white guy that just gets away with shit. Like if he did what Ezekiel Elliott did, and you know, grabbing that girl breast out of her shirt, yeah. it'd be like, oh, it's just another day. It's another day. Another breast exposed. Gronk. Yeah, partying with the Gronk. That's that's what it would be like, the man. Gronk. Yeah. Where? Yeah. All right, y'all. That's it for the show, folks. Um, remember to check us out on iTunes. Check us out on Google Play Podcast and also Spreaker.com for an on-demand version of this show. And also, remember, you can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, at Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast, and on Twitter at Barbershop S-P-O-R-2. we got the WordPress blog site. And if you got any questions or comments about the show, just email us at BarbershopSportsTalk1 at gmail.com. I'm Trey Frazier. He's Maestro Styles. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Peace out. Yo, what's good? This is Trey Frazier. This is the Barbershop Sports Talk Podcast. Make sure y'all tune in to us every Tuesday night.
7 o'clock to 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. I'm 100, I'm 101. I ain't talking Dalmatians up under the sun. On the road to Damascus, gun in the suit. You either coming with some problems or you coming for loot. I'm coming with the peace, so I'm chucking the deuce. I ain't trying to run the train, I'm just in the caboose. And I'm trying to get these niggas the truth. I ain't about to spaz on them, give them light. I'm just doing my Zeus. Rubbing on the body just like a masseuse. And it's money like a hobby for you to seduce. But if you blink twice, nigga, you can Medusa. See the snakes in here, look, it's hating there. I pray that you niggas all play your fair. You can't help but stare, but you face the glare, yeah I'm not up on that short yellow with a helmet on my head While I'm eating marshmallows, playing jigsaw while I'm picking off devils I can rock the shit on all levels, straight up out the ES Journey over BS, I'm like a hundred kilos stuffed in the Prius I'm going hard till they free us Hold on, wait a minute, let me put some seasoning Johnson. 
Uh, been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Enjoy. Thanks. The order breakfast at the McDonald's drive-thru. Tell yourself you'll wait to eat it at work, but it smells way too good. So you eat it right there in the McDonald's parking lot meal. There's a meal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, get any size iced coffee for 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with your favorite breakfast sandwich or one of our tasty bakery treats. Price and participation may vary. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. McDonald's. I'm loving it.